Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence Good 
evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Wednesday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. We do it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. What are those things, you may wonder? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Got it. Got a way upside down one for you tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, lots of things happening on the AI front. We're always talking about this, been uh, keeping a close eye on this as it's developed uh, through the, the months since the launch of ChatGPT back in November, November 30th to be exact. And, well, uh, there's a lot of recent articles kind of popping in terms of uh, popping. Is this thing actually popping? Let's click the thing and restart the audio engine. Got, got some problems here. Anyway, all right. So uh, lots, lots of information popping recently in the zeitgeist, in the news cycles regarding uh, AI girlfriends and this type of thing, okay? And, uh, it, it, of course, that in particular... Um, can be a terrifying thing because we're finally getting to the point uh, we've evolved to the point where we are evolving backwards. We're not getting uh, closer to each other. We're getting further apart in terms of this, in terms of uh, how all of this really fits together. And I don't know, it's a little to me, it's a little bit terrifying when you have, uh, you know, uh, let's say intimacy on demand and uh, you can you can get everything you need uh, sort of psychologically from a from a robot uh, and even physically from a robot. And this is like I said, this is where we're headed. This is this is the world <laughs> we're heading toward uh, like a faster than a freight train. And there's a lot of things that just happened recently as well, including uh, in, in regard to this, you know, AI girlfriend type of thing. Of course, boyfriend, AI, whatever, AI, whatever you want to have that all it all fits. Uh, but uh, the weird part is that not only that, uh, DeepMind is a Google uh, actual um, uh, think tank and uh, company, and they've, they're developing 21 AI tools for life guidance, including relationship advice, inciting both interest and concern. While innovative uh, in navigating human emotions and relationships, Google's AI safety experts warn of potential health risks and loss of autonomy. Uh, instances of harmful advice from AI have raised controversy, but Google DeepMind is committed to ensuring safety and usefulness. Ah, this is according to a, an article, of course, a little bit of propaganda telling us AI girlfriends are going to be just fine. Telling us uh, getting um, life coached by AI is going to be just fine. Telling us, well, a lot of things. So, of course, this is a groundbreaking approach opens a new frontier. However, also a Pandora's box of uncertainties. And that's where we begin, and that's what's on my mind tonight. We'll start with the uh, the article here in just a sec. But as you know, this is a, this is a conversation. There's no truth to be found here. It's all uh, philosophy and ideas and trying to look forward and, and peer, peer uh, uh, into the horizon and see what comes next, okay? And so this is important to me. Uh, what's up, uh, MJ over on Rock, uh, Rumble says, sex sells. Indeed. Indeed. And, well, what happens when you get, you get whatever you want at, uh, you know, the, the flick of a couple buttons, if you know what I mean. So anyway, uh, uh, as you know, uh, we're doing this to include you. I'm reading your chat and trying to incorporate your ideas into the show as we go. So keep that thoughtful chat coming. I appreciate it very much. And um, the chat where? Well, uh, funny you should ask. We're streaming on all the 
places you would expect us to be streaming. And that's, of course, YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, we are broadcasting live on the Trouble Lines radio network. That's KUAP Digital Broadcasting. And we're taking your phone calls at the number here is 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show that way. Shout out Mike, Doctor Deceptions, Ishtar, James, Daryl in New York, and Mango. I see you guys over there, and uh, we're just we're just hanging out, doing what we do. But this is a weird one because not only do we have a, sort of this Google Deep Mind uh, setting up to be people's life coach, like how could that go wrong? Now suddenly we have the the rise of this sort of AI soul companion is what I'm calling this because if you think of it in those terms. We have a massive problem, don't we? But to the article, all these uh, articles, of course, are going to be linked down below. And if you would would, uh, prefer to read these in full, I encourage you to. Like I said, don't take uh, anything I say for granted. Go uh, fact check all the things uh, and just make sure that uh, you you're you're aware that, uh, uh, you know, I could be fooled by propaganda, too. So who knows what's really happened in the world around us? But this is reported by CNBC. And uh, this one hit today. Google reportedly building AI that offers life advice. Ah, this is fine, right? This should be fine. Life advice. A life coach. An AI life coach. Hmm. <laughs> Super weird. Well, yeah, when is uh, GPT-5 coming out? Uh, it's on un- 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 uh, no release date yet. And it, it makes me wonder if they're actually uh, uh, maybe maybe running it, doing the tests under the hood. But uh, some people suggest it's going to be not till like 2024 is when they release GPT-5. But we'll see. But anyway, back to this. One of Google's AI units, DeepMind, is using generative AI to develop at least 21 different tools for life advice, planning, and tutoring. Hmm. Life advice, uh, life coach from... AI. One of Google's AI units, as I just read that, Google's DeepMind has become the nimble, fast-paced standard bearer for the company's AI efforts, as CNBC previously reported, and is behind the development of the tools, the Times reported the New York Times. Uh, News of the tool's development comes after Google's own AI safety experts had reportedly presented a slide deck to executives in December that said users taking life advice from AI tools could experience, quote, diminished health and well-being and a loss of agency per the times so you don't say you don't say that that's actually a real thing and possible yeah i think it kind of is and uh, this this is this has been one i've that's been on my mind for quite some time you guys know that uh, uh you know i'm i'm really into the the ai stuff and the as a glass half full type of guy i i hope for the best i hope that we can use these tools uh in the best way for humans uh, to to have that uh, uh, utopian future and and that's part of the problem right uh, i hate the uto- utopian bait and switch type of narratives so i don't know uh, what does it look like in the coming weeks and days and months and years i i don't know but i think it's we need to as usual start thinking about these things before it's everywhere now back uh, back to the right up here so just like i said google's uh, ai unit deep mind is reportedly developing these 21 tools for life advice planning and tutoring uh, the tools are being tested with the help of scale ai and aim to provide users with relationship advice and help in answering intimate questions. Oh, seems fine. Uh, and however, Google's own AI safety experts have raised concerns about the potential negative effects of relying on AI tools for life advice, warning of diminished health, 
and well-being and a loss of agency. The tools being developed by DeepMind are not intended for therapeutic use, and Google's Bard chatbot only offers mental health support services, not therapeutic advice. The use of AI in a medical or therapeutic contest has been, uh, context has been controversial, with instances of harmful advice being given by AI chatbots. Like I said, how could this go wrong? Uh, Google DeepMind has stated that they work with various partners to evaluate their research and products to ensure safety and usefulness. Okay, which is all fine, right? This is this is all fine. It's it's no problem that we're just going to start uh, take, taking a life coach uh, direction from uh, generative AI. It seems fine. No, not at all. It doesn't seem fine at all because, of course, loss of agency. I th- I think is probably one of the 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 the, the less problematic things as horrific as that is because as we start to see how this fits in uh, to the coming days years weeks months and all the rest of that like i said well we can only guess and the concept of ai providing life advice counseling and assistance in intimate matters is indeed groundbreaking and it invites a host of questions and concerns that extend far beyond the realm of traditional technology at its core this idea seeks to harness the computational power of artificial intelligence to navigate the complexities of human emotion relationships and personal well-being okay all right that's fine like i said i don't think this is fine at all and this is oh in in terms of uh loss of agency there's a whole lot a bunch of other things here that could happen like uh just uh, just a, a few ideas like it's going to tell you something that's bad for you it's going to tell you to do something horrific because it hallucinates or you know things like this like we've talked about with uh, the ai chatbots in the past and in those terms i i don't really know what this means because if people start using this because it's going to be cheap, accessible, just like um, the, a lot of the customer service, I don't know if you guys have noticed that a lot of the customer service online has moved to AI because it is it's cheaper. It, you could, it's far far less expensive than hiring uh, actual human agents to answer you know customer service type questions. And so, in this sense, this is definitely going to be cheaper than hiring, let's say, a proper therapist or a proper life coach. And I'm not even sure I believe in the idea of a life coach anyway. Which which is why this uh, kind of kind of uh, makes my tinfoil tingle in that regard, because you know me, I'm a little bit of a, a rebel brain when it comes to those types of things, and uh, I, I just don't like being told what to do. And in this case, well, especially by an AI system. So a few questions for you guys as we start tonight. Like, what other problems do you foresee with something like this? Number one. Number two, do you actually, would you use a service like this? Like like an actual, not just an AI companion, because we've been talking about that for some time with the replica bot, well, replica with a K, uh, and you know, this type of thing. But then this also leads to, if we're talking about intimacy type stuff, uh, intimate questions and relationship advice, then the next step, of course, is going to be, well, maybe you just start dating your AI life coach, if you catch my meaning so so how far does this go and would you use a service like this for you know uh, let's say therapy reasons or for uh, again life coach type stuff uh, maybe uh, just general life advice i don't know in the old days you used to go to reddit and everybody on reddit would just make fun of you uh well now uh now you'll be able to log in to your secure robot account and uh, uh somewhere in the in the google cloud <laughs> you'll be given instructions on what to do with your life yeah, wild stuff. Uh, it makes me a little bit nervous to think about it, that, that 
people are going to use it because, like I said, cost effective, cheap. It uh, becomes a thing very quickly. Just some uh, some questions to get us going to go in tonight. Would you use this thing? Uh, do you think this is alarming in terms of uh, you know life advice, planning, and, and this relationship advice? Uh, or in the old days too, you would write a letter to what's what's the lady who's famous famously done this? Ask ask Abby or. Whatever I don't know. There's a whole bunch of these now, where uh, you know you you write in for the the, the weekly the news mail column or whatever they got, and you ask life questions of this person, and they're usually manners type people, uh, or they're you know I don't know maybe life coaches. I don't know what they are. I don't know what like who gives you. Uh, uh, the the authority to tell other people what to do with their life. I mean, <laughs> uh, or etiquette. I guess etiquette people are what. Dear, yeah, dear Abby. There it is. I think I think it's dear Abby. Whatever it is. But but now we don't have to do that because you can get like a. You don't have to wait for the column to come out, and maybe they don't answer you. Who knows? You just uh, log into your uh, your little helper uh, AI helper, and uh, you're told what to do and when to do it uh, with etiquette questions or of course uh, intimate questions or relationship advice. Pretty spooky. In terms of counseling, the application of AI presents a significant departure from the conventional therapeutic relationship. Uh, traditional therapy relies on the empathic, uh, can I say it, empathetic connection between the counselor and the patient, an inherently human interaction that builds trust, understanding, and growth. An AI system's ability to replicate this connection is a matter of great debate. While AI could analyze patterns, provide insights, and even offer practical advice, the question remains whether it can truly empathize with the human experience. The potential lack of genuine empathy might lead to a disconnection, potentially diminishing the therapeutic effect. Hmm. Or would there be a thera- uh, therapeutic effect at all? And that's where this starts to get weird. Like I said, maybe you start dating your AI life coach because that's coming too. You guys seen seen these articles uh, again down below. Read read them in full if you're interested in this stuff. But uh, these uh, this is this one's funny from from Reuters. Um, My perfect girlfriend. Are AI partners a threat to women's rights? <laughs> that's that's an interesting headline. Uh, but in terms of all this, this is coming. Like like I said, just click through a few of these, and you'll see that the the headlines are all over the place. The ultimate no filter, not safe for work AI chat, an AI girlfriend on Crush AI. Another one, uh, blush blush AI. I don't know replica sex bots. I mean, this is this is where the next. The, 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 of course. Deep learning and all the rest, deep mind from Google is going to going to sell this as a, you know, a, a life coach or something to that effect. But suddenly it's going to turn into this because, right, when you're taking relationship advice from non-human intelligence, uh, maybe maybe the um, they're like, hey, why don't you just date me? <laughs> I can I can I can help you through whatever problems you have my friend. And that's what's coming next, I think. And that's why I think we should talk about this before it's ubiquitous because it's going to happen very, very, very soon. But uh, just cruise through some of these and you'll see, uh, again, uncharted territory from uh, from The Guardian. Do AI girlfriend apps promote unhealthy expectations for human relationships? So we start blurring the, blurring the line in terms of not just uh, taking uh, information from, from AI itself in terms of like life coaching and the rest of this. But then we start doing uh, thinking in terms of other other ways that this is problematic because uh, this will start breaking actual human 
uh, relationships and it, it, the experience of a relationship entirely. Think of it this way. Uh, we all know the, the trope of, you know, star-crossed lovers and things like this. And, you know, things happen for a reason. And maybe you were, you were meant to meet the love of your life a, a particular way. And, it, you know, it gets into a bunch of different uh, angles here in terms of destiny and fate and free will and synchronicities and how all this sort of fits, right? Well, imagine if the AI itself knows so much about you that they're uh, basically is like soul reading you. They know every damn thing that you need and want and can pro provide it instantly, especially with an AI agent as this is starting to develop into and, you know, sort of autonomy in the world a little bit. Maybe they order you flowers because they know you had a bad day. You know what I mean? Things like this, because they're tracking your emails and uh, they're, they're kind of tuned into to everything that you're doing because they're supposed to, because, you know, they're, they're your AI life coach. They're your AI spouse at this point. And so, well, hmm, what happens next is the question. So back to this. Uh, let's see. What do we got right here left off? Okay, so uh, the controversy surrounding the concept is not to be overlooked. The, the ethical implications are vast, ranging from privacy concerns to the potential for manipulation or misguidance. The very nature of intimacy, trust, and personal disclosure in a relationship with a machine might alter the dynamics of counseling and advice giving in ways we don't yet fully comprehend. And that's the problem. We don't know what we don't know until we deploy this. And then once everybody's using it, cause it's so damn convenient, then what, then what's the next step? Uh, there's a, there, there's also a philosophical aspect here to consider the utilization of AI in such deeply human realms invites reflection on what it means to be human and the role of technology in our lives. Now we're getting to the real troubled mind stuff. What does it mean to be human in a world where we're going to be able to marry our AI spouse or adopt? <laughs> or, I mean, how does this, how does ownership of, uh, of this work? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Gets super weird, right? Uh, are there boundaries that should remain? Or are we on the brink of a new era where machines become integral to our emotional and spiritual development. And I've talked about this for quite some time. If you look over on the right on the, uh, you know, troubled mind saying, well, uh, no, artificial intelligence alter human spirituality. It's right there on the website. You can go back and listen to that show if you're interested in that. But I think this is at the core of that exact idea. And I was talking about religion in that show. That was the, the, the basis of the conversation. But now we have something entirely different because imagine doing like a like a confessional situation. OK, like, a, you know, the with AI sort of taking over, not just a life coach, uh, this type of business, but also imagine when it starts taking over uh, the, you know, uh, you're, you're confessing your sins type of thing. Uh, say 10 Hail Marys and, uh, you know, do the do si do and you're you're free. But. This is exactly where this is heading. It can keep you, let's say, in all ways satisfied. It can keep you in all ways not needing other humans at all. It could keep you. You see how this this seems to tarnish everything in terms of not just human spirituality, but intimacy, and of course that idea that uh, the soulmate is um, maybe some sort of destiny. Or not. 
Like I said, I, it depends on what you believe there. I, like, I don't know. I have a hard time believing uh, that, you know, uh, we have one person for everybody. And that's the only person that's good for everybody, because that seems very, very um, fairy tale ish to me. And I have a hard time believing that. But you believe what you want to believe. Like I said, I'm not here to tell anybody what to think. I'm just here to ask some questions and have a good conversation. And I think this in particular, this sort of idea of locking into these these life coaches and even uh, intimacy coaches or AI spouses at some point is uh, is problematic and horrific. And of course, we get into this. So uh, what about AI matchmaking? So the idea of AI love matchmaking is, is an intriguing intersection of technology and the most profound human emotion, love. In this concept, artificial intelligence would go beyond the superficial matchmaking algorithms that exist in today's dating platforms, like what, uh, Plenty of Fish and what are the other ones? Paranormal, Date, I hear on Coast all the time. I don't know. Whatever the hell's going on with that stuff, right? But rather than merely comparing interests, hobbies, and physical appearances, this advanced AI system would delve into the deeper layers of human emotion, understanding, and connection. The foundation of an AI love matchmaking might lie in a profound analysis of human psychology, emotional resonance, and even spiritual compatibility. By analyzing the nuances of communication, shared experiences, and the subtleties of human interaction, the AI could identify matches that resonate on a soulful level. Oh, you don't say. This would not just be about compatibility in terms of common life goals or preferences, but a deeper connection that might be sensed rather than articulated. Like I said, all of this seems completely fine to me, but not 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 really at all. And especially once we start to get uh, digital representations of these things, like uh, you see them, the, the good looking young lady in the uh, thumbnail tonight, as uh, this is going to be, you're probably going to be able to have this as your AI soul companion very soon. And that's the terrifying part to me. But what do you think about it per usual? Look, uh, I'm, I'm, I can I can ramble on all night. But as you know, I'd rather talk to you guys. This is about uh, thinking about what comes next and uh, so the human ways we handle these things, these challenges, or maybe there's no challenge at all. Maybe I'm uh, a little bit fear mongering tonight in terms of propaganda. I really don't know. I do think it's alarming that we're talking about uh, actual advice coming from a uh, tech conglomerate about life and life coaching and things like this even therapy but what happens when it goes to the next step is it possible that we're losing the very thing that makes us human by engaging with this type of ai love to hear your thoughts at 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 this is troubled minds I'm Michael Strange. We got Matthew in Colorado in your calls as well when we when we return. I'm calling this Currents of Destiny, your AI soul companion. More troubled minds when we return. Be right back, don't go anywhere. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. We are broadcasting live on the Troubled Minds Radio Network. That's KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Tonight, we're taking your calls as we discuss the idea of an AI life coach. DeepMind from Google is developing 21 AI tools for life guidance, including relationship advice, inciting both interest and concern. Now, what does this mean for the future? Are we going to take life lessons and advice from generative AI? Because, well, we've said this in the past. We've talked about this quite a bit. And people are forgetting how to be people. People are completely sort of uh, stepping outside of the realm of um, easy, easy personhood. And uh, just becoming more and more confused, like, why are we here? Sort of these existential type questions. But then on top of that, you get a really bunch of weird things in that regard to the point where, um, well, what comes next? What comes next, I guess? This this type of uh, uh, advice from an AI about life and life is confusing as it is. I think this is probably as bad or worse, probably worse than good old fashioned mass media brainwash. Because once they start telling you what to do and how to do it, and it's the only way because right, it's going to be the only sanctioned way. It's going to be fact checked by the fact checkers and backed up by the the media propagandists. And I'm sure this is going to be just fine. How do you feel about it? What about that? What about the, the idea of an AI spouse that's tuned into everything you do, even your personal assistant type of thing? Like I said, you have a bad day, you get flowers ordered for you by this AI robot that's tugging your heartstrings all the time. Oh, that's so thoughtful, AI. Oh, I love you, AI. I don't know. What do you think? Is this weird or not? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. Let's go to Matthew in Colorado. What's up, my man? How are you tonight? And go right ahead. Well, you know, the last comment you said was actually the first note that I wrote down, and that is about what we already have going on with the mass media and the cultural programming. Um, You know, we've got uh, commercials and advertising and marketing and influencing and manipulating us to the, the clothes we wear and the, and the music to listen to and how to dance and uh, what, what kind of cars are cool and 
um, keeping up with the Joneses and there's already so much mind control and mental control that does uh, affect people's lives to a degree and, and, and sort of tell us or influence us uh, in an attempt to, to run our lives. And, and you could bring in the politics as, as well. And so this to me is like you said, this is just like a second generation cultural programming and trying to run people's lives. And, uh, and you know, this, I, I think the core, the core issue here for me is, I think it's a good word you brought up, and that is agency. And uh, I, I mentioned on a show the other night about, you know, the gift of free will and free choice. And that's perhaps part of how we go through life. It's a perhaps a gift from source or creator or its everness or just the original consciousness trying to explore itself that that we get to have agency, be sort of individuals, but still unified with the one. But then how we exercise our choices has consequences and leads to different experiences. And those become a way that we learn and we grow and we evolve, or maybe we take a step back or two and, and then we get uh, the opportunity to, to choose again. And then to me, through that whole process, uh, you, is a process of self-mastery. This is a development of, of self. And I said on that show, I said, nobody else can do it for you. Do you remember me saying that? I was like, self-mastery means self-mastery. I, I can't do it for you, Michael. And, and some enlightened guru in India, he can't just like hand you the keys he's discovered. Everybody has to do it for themselves. Well, if you take what I said that night and you compare it to this idea of this, uh, you know, AI life coach and, and bot that is going to like, do it for you and tell you what to do. And um, really, I, I see that as giving away your agency, giving away your free will and free choices, giving away your self-mastery. And bigger than that, it's giving away your power. And if it's doing that to the people, and I've said many times, and John Lennon is famously quoted as saying, you know, it's all about people power and people have always had the power. So what better way to take away the people power than to, to implement something like this that takes away their agency, takes away or influences their free will and free choice and self-mastery. And so I just see it as the next level of control mechanism that's just being stacked upon the previous levels of control mechanisms. And I think, you know, you listed a half dozen different ways this can go wrong, and there's ones we haven't even thought of or imagined. And the other thing with relying on an AI thing is <clears throat> there's, a, there's a lot of things that have to do with, like, your heart. You know, how do you feel? And, and sometimes you, you don't know what decision to make, and people say, well, go with your heart. Or, or sometimes it's go with your gut, which, you know, that brings in emotions. Well, AI doesn't have emotions. And go with your gut, that brings in intuition. And AI doesn't have intuition. So when it's trying to dish out advice to you and counsel to you, 
and it doesn't have that emotion from the heart and it doesn't have the intuition from the gut, then how the heck is it going to give you good advice? Now you compare that to like you were talking about a good psychologist or therapist or, or life coach. They have emotion. They have empathy. They have a gut. They'll ask you and try and delve into what's your gut and what's your heart telling you. And when they're working with you, they can read your body language and they can see when you tense up or when you have fears or things like that. You're not going to get that from an AI. This, this is no substitute. It's a poor, if not horrific, substitute. And even if you don't have a therapist or, or um even uh, uh, you've always got a friend. Everybody's got, you know, at least, you know, one family member or one good friend they can go to in their times of trouble. And some of us are fortunate enough that we've had friends for, you know, 10 years or 20 years. And they know your life history. They know your life story. They know your troubles. They know your background. And they can give you advice based on all that. Um, plus being a human being with a heart and intuition and, and listen to you. And a- a- AI can, is never going to know that to the degree that a best friend or family member can, because a lot of that comes from shared experiences where you were there in person. You went through the struggles or the trials or the tribulations or the great uh, vacations. And that's, that brings us to the human element. And the human element is not to be underestimated. And so what you're talking about is another point you brought up. It's sort of this transhumanism movement. This would be a tool implemented by it that really separates us from our human nature, which is, you know, I think the some of the best uh, qualities that, that we have. But it also is perhaps separates us from our spiritual nature. Um, like I said, the heart and the intuition, but also maybe something like your soul. Or I brought up that, you know, maybe we have something like uh, a council of spiritual guides that are, you know, on a different plane that, uh, you know, or things we can get from dreaming or things we can get from meditation, things we can get even just from within ourselves. You know, maybe it's not those things, but it's deeper levels of ourself, our own consciousness. And and this would uh, sort of separate us from that and make the people that buy into and use this kind of crap, excuse my uh, uh, honesty there, but uh, and, and separate us from that and, and make us more. A dependent or codependent and take away our agency and, and relinquish, relinquish our personal power and, and, and self-mastery and, and turn it over to a stupid machine. Well, I'm sorry. That's sorry. Not sorry. That's, that's not why you're here. You're here to learn and grow and evolve and get self-mastery and make your own choices and learn from the consequences and, and go through the experiences and turning that over to some uh, controllers, powers that be, transhumanism, movement, AI, life coach, artificial spouse crap is just the most <laughs> horrible, insid- insidious thing I can even think about. And if you think about that, 
Um, well, yeah, if, if you're in a personal relationship, you know, I wrote one of my books available is, is um, uh, uh, Harmonious Relationships Through Effective Communication. And, and a, a big part of what I talk about is that issue comes up in relationship issues. And, uh, you know, people get triggered and there's emotional upsets and, and we have patterns and we have past trauma. And part of what we do in relationships is, is try to work through those and sometimes struggle to work through those. And that's why there's such a growing process. But it's tough stuff. I mean, if you've been in a personal relationship romantic relationship you know that and I, there's there's tough times well let me tell you your ai not having the emotion knowing it shouldn't piss you off but should buy you flowers on your hard day and and stroke your ego and say oh you're so wonderful and oh that was so funny and and you're so brilliant well you don't have all that kind of crap that you would have to deal with in a real legitimate relationship well don't you think it'd be pretty easy to develop some uh, amorous or romantic or very friendly feelings towards your little AI girlfriend or boyfriend or, or spouse or whatever? Yeah, that, that relationship's a walk in the park. And for a lot of people that, that are single or been single for years and can't develop relationships, and then they find that kind of easy, wonderful, supportive relationship with AI, it takes away their incentive. Uh, it it uh, makes them stop trying and looking and they're like, oh, I got my AI girlfriend and she's wonderful. And you look at, I, I even thought about population control. You know, I mean, in China, they went to the one child thing and the Chinese, they're big into making these, uh, you know, physical devices for AI lovemaking. They're all over that. And uh, and so, you know, when, when you partner this sort of uh, AI uh, spouse, girlfriend, whatever, and some physical devices, and it's all warm and wonderful, and like you said, uh, may uh, fulfill uh, mental needs, emotional needs, be supportive, and even sexual needs, uh, maybe people stop forming relationships more and, and marriages more, and uh, maybe it's population control. And you look, uh, a lot of countries like France are their population's actually going down. And um, besides the, you know, the immigration and stuff. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know. Is it, is it for control? Is it for population control? Um, is it uh, going to be marketing political things? And, and uh, uh, who knows how many different ways this could go bad. But I, I think the most important to me is the concept you mentioned about taking away your agency. It's, uh, it's a control mechanism, and it takes away your self-mastery. And I just, it just feels so horrible and such a disservice to people. And I hope people don't go for it. I, I've said several times on the show, uh, there comes a day soon when you're going to have to choose whether you go left or right. And everybody's got to make that and I think this is one of those kind of choices and it's you know a lot of it the certain aspects of the technology and the transhumanism stuff and maybe the cashless system and some other things but everybody's going to have to make a choice and, and this to me just stands out as a huge red flag that makes my tinfoil hat tingle 
and says, this is a choice you people don't want to make. Amen. Well said. Uh, so Hiker Emoji over on uh, Rumble says this, looking at comments on a video about this topic on a conservative channel on YouTube, conservative in quotes, uh, I was shocked by how many of them said, I'd totally get an AI bot wife. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's the thing, right? Like the the easy allure of uh, all those things handled, uh, all, all the human things handled that we have a very hard problem handling. Like, like I said, uh, human relationships are complicated; they're not easy, uh, but that's what makes them rewarding, right? Uh, and, and as usual, anything uh, you know easy is not worth doing. Shout out to an old friend; uh, you know who you are. Told me that a long time ago, and and in that sense, uh, this this would be the easiest of connections, the easiest of just full yourself into dealing with people that aren't really people these are these are machines and these are again uh, manip manipulative devices even is, is what this is going to become and like you said I think uh, just another layer of control stacked on everything else that we're dealing with as as we're confused enough with all the propaganda like I said take any any issue out there and uh, go 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 search it go look it up go do whatever and you'll see there's just a, a massive amount of, the, of, of uh, you know, news stories saying the exact opposite things, like the exact opposite things. So it's like, wait, so, so which is which? What is what? We're confused enough as it is, but then suddenly you just uh, enter this AI, AI uh, spouse and, uh, well, going to rock your world. <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be so happy. Well, you won't know what to do with the rest of your free time. <laughs> but, well, you know, if you don't, control your mind uh somebody else or something else will and this would be the something else and uh yeah i mean you can imagine you know you got your your little uh, uh robot that uh cleans your carpet and stuff and they got new robots that uh you know they they, they got this one that that'll mix your drinks and make your cocktails so you can join the the party I, I don't know if you've seen those commercials. I'm like, how long does it take to pour a gin and tonic? Seriously, <laughs> it's, it's 30 seconds. And you want me to buy a $150 machine and it would take you longer to load all the crap in there and, and stuff like that than to pour a gin and tonic for crying out loud. But yeah, so you get, you got your little, your little iRobot or whatever it is that, that sweeps your floors. And then you got your bartender. And, and they're working on these and got these, and they, they want to implement them for fast food restaurants. And I've seen some that, you know, so they have robots that will prepare food and be chefs and, and stuff like that. And, and so then once you have enough robots running your domestic life, and then you've got your, your um, AI spouse, right, that, that provides your relationship and these various levels of everything's warm and fuzzy and you don't have to deal with everything. And it's like, well, I've got a domestic partner. I've got a love partner. I got my emotional support. I get, I get all these wonderful strokes all the time. And like I said, with some physical devices, uh, to some degree, my, my sex life is, uh, fulfilled. Then, you know, uh, why do I need a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a spouse or whatever? I, I, it's all been handled. And, but I, I think the, the larger thing is, you know, like you were saying that Google's own people were going, Hey, there might be some issues here with some unhealthy stuff and you glazed over it. But you know, for, for people that didn't hear, you know, there was early on that issue where the, the AI thing said, uh, 
you know, um, <laughs> you should uh, divorce your wife and marry me, you know, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it sure did. Sure did. So sometimes it uh, hallucinates or, you know, uh, what kind of uh, mental health advice or life coach advice. And, you know, so, sometimes you might have two what seem like uh, good options for, let's say, a job or stay in a career or change careers or move to this state or stay in this state or move to a different state. And it's a close call. And, you know, in, in my opinion, the way you should make that kind of call is that you should meditate on it and you should uh, feel out your heart and you should use your gut and intuition and you should pray to whoever you think you can pray to. Like I said, it could be just your own soul, your own consciousness. Maybe if you believe in God or, or the source or, or more of a Buddhist unified consciousness or, or spirit guides or whatever, but Avail yourself of, let's say, higher consciousness or divine consciousness or systems of guidance that, that probably are not bounded by linear time, that, that may be more in tune with your highest good. And if you avail yourself, then one of those uh, stands out at, as the better choice that if you just approached it, you know, from the level of intellect or ego or Lord forbid some AI life coach and says, no, move to Kansas, you know, property's cheap there. And it's like, no, but, but, but you had something much better waiting for you, uh, you know, in New Mexico. So uh, I, I, I it, again, it's giving away and that's what's giving away your self mastery and your agency and your free will and free choice to, to navigate this life as yourself, as your own person, uh, to reclaim, to, to always own your personal power. You know, to, don't give your personal power away to other people. There's so many people, either they, they end up uh, dominated by somebody else, or maybe it's a narcissist, or uh, maybe it's an abusive relationship, or maybe it's an older sibling or an overpowering boss. But in those situations, what, what happens is, is people can give their power away. And then when you give your power away, then you end up with less choices and you you almost of your own accord become a victim that's getting pushed around in life. And I, I just don't uh, think that's the, the course to go. I, I think you want to plot your own course and, and raise your sail and, and sail to the destinations that you want to uh, that you decide to, and uh, hey, if you're wrong or you make a mistake, well, at least it's you that did it, and <laughs> you know it, it was your choice. You know, I mean, Michael, would would you rather you know have AI tell you something to do and it it came out half-ass or do something yourself? And let's say it was a fifty-fifty coin toss, and and the one fifty was it came out to be miraculous, and the other fifty was you failed. But at least it was your choice, and you pick yourself up and make another choice. Which would you prefer? How are you going yeah, here? 
Yeah, I think it's obvious. I mean, and, and that's part of it. You know, everybody wants things handled and, and to not have worries or stress or any of the rest of that. But also, by the way, it is, you know, fundamental to the human experience. We're supposed to make mistakes. We're supposed to do these things and learn from them and get better. And, you know, like I said, self-mastery and discipline and all the things that we, we can do as humans, we're very capable of. But I think this is exactly that. It, it will er- erode our ability to uh, master ourselves. And that right there is is pretty horrific because a, a lot of ways to look at this. And then, again, where does this head in the next, uh, let's say, several years? Because as we know, AI is accelerating. It's getting better and better and um, the, the rest of that. But imagine I got I got some brainstorm ideas. But uh, what about sort of um, like a, like an oracle like this type of thing or let's say uh Oh, I don't know. Um, what's another one? The the soul companion, the sort of an actual spiritual companion that is so tied into you with all your data sets and data points and metadata that uh, it, it it's basically owns your soul, owns you in terms of everything, every aspect of your being. We'll talk about that as we go. But there's a lot of ways to look at this and how this will develop and become. Wow. Uh, you think the metaverse is bad? This in, in, in the same turn could be could be horrific. I got about a minute left, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, well, let me throw a hot take on the last thing you said about uh, Soul Companion or Oracle from these things. And let me throw this one in there. When it gets something like Singularity or what I call the ghost in the machine, And I don't mean that it malfunctions. I mean an actual ghost or spirit or archon or demon or whatever. Okay, throw that in there. Wait till that happens. And uh, and maybe it was already supposed to be an oracle soul companion. But then then the ghost comes in the machine. And then it's your oracle. And it's telling you what to do. And you've already learned to trust it and believe it. And you've developed a relationship with it. Oh, boy. Madness. Bring the madness. I'm here for it. Like I said, uh, a question to you guys out there. Would you get an AI spouse? What about an AI soul companion? We're talking about human connection, except we're throwing it all away. Appreciate it very much, Matthew. Uh, Were you going to get one of these? Um... H-E double toothpicks. No, bro. No, <laughs> I figured that, no, no, no. that would be your answer. I appreciate it very much. That's Matthew in Colorado. You know him. You love him. Uh, smart guy. Uh, amazing takes as always. Links in the description. He's uh, an author, written several books. Go check those out. Troubledminds.org forward slash friends. It says Matthew's books here. Uh, go buy one of those. Help our friends out. What do you think? We're talking about the currents of destiny. Your AI soul companion. Are you ready for what comes next? 702 957 This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Thanks, Michael. You're the best. And you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are talking about the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. Random, random, images as they traverse neurons in the brain. Alright, so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Strange, and we're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. We are broadcasting live on the Trouble Minds Radio Network. That's KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Tonight, we're talking about your AI life coach. We're talking about your AI spouse. We're talking about your AI soul companion. Now, Google's AI DeepMind, the DeepMind company, is developing 21 AI tools, 21 AI tools for life guidance, including relationship advice, inciting both interest and concern. While innovative in navigating human emotions and relationships, Google's AI safety experts warn of potential health risks and loss of autonomy. Instances of harmful advice from AI have raised controversy, but Google DeepMind is committed to ensuring safety and usefulness, so we're told. 
This groundbreaking approach opens a new frontier, but also a Pandora's box of uncertainties. Now, uh, back to the AI life coach for just a moment. Uh, shout out Hiker Emoji over there on Rumble. Uh, she had a, a funny thing regarding the AI life coach and inspirational quotes. And so I did. I asked uh, during the break uh, for some AI type inspirational quotes that we might get from an AI life coach. Check this out. You guys are going to love this. Embrace the algorithms of your heart. For within the code of your desires lies the path to a life of purpose and fulfillment. Your destiny is a program only you can write. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's a little creepy. Anyway, I got a few more. We'll, we'll read them as we go. Uh, what do you think? I, we're, we're, our, our, we are fast approaching the world of the AI spouse. And it's coming fast and furious. And there's a lot of ways to look at this because as we've said, the technology is moving quickly, incredibly quickly. And uh, as of right now, it's, I don't know, like, like I said, there's some, there's some articles down below if you want to read into this stuff a little bit. I did, and I was like, okay, well, I mean, these, there's these apps already where, where these, you know, they, they learn about you, you put your interests in, and they, you're basically talking to a large language model in terms of, um, you know, AI and connection, the human connection. And, you know, it, it really cares because it, it never has to take a nap. It never has to eat. It just sits there and it just waits on you on your every emotion and is ready to tell you whatever you want to hear, or at least to, the, to some degree. And uh, that's why this gets a little creepy, because we, we will start to lose that agency, that autonomy that we're always talking about and what it means to be human. I mean, that's that's the basis of all this. And that utopian future very quickly becomes a dystopian future because uh, you can't even make your own mistakes anymore. They're going to be, uh, you know, programmed and handled by these algorithms and everything else. I don't know. So lots of stuff to talk about tonight as usual, but I want to hear from you. Would you, number one, would you get an AI spouse? Number two, would you take relationship or life coaching advice from an AI that was programmed specifically for it? Now, I think in terms of AI, uh, so this is the questions for us tonight. Lots of stuff to get into. We're going we're gonna to do that as we go. Like I said, I can't drop all the, the best stuff right, right up front or there'd be nothing to talk about. But, but check it out. So regarding that, uh, and, and this is the worst part of this, is uh, humans can be very, very good. We all know this, but also humans can be very, very bad and lazy and all the rest. And, you know, uh, let's just say in terms of doctors, and I'm not going after all doctors because that would be an ignorant thing to say, but doctors in particular are um, good ones, bad ones, but a bad doctor, a bad, lazy doctor can be the difference between life and death in a person. And so that's the thing. And Oddly enough, because of that, you know, sort of lazy, bad doctor-ish thing, I might feel a little more comfortable with like an AI doctor because they're going to be patient. They're going to answer the questions you need. They're not going to shoo you out for some sort of, you know, oh, we got a line out the door. We got to get to the next patient, you know, that type of thing. And you could, you know, parse all of the medical knowledge into one database and have this thing have access to it and, you know what I'm saying? So, so I think there's some, some really good uh, basis here for, you know, using these things for to, to sort of challenge that lazy person effect, that light, the lazy doctor. But then suddenly what happens is we're now becoming 
our lazy self and we're we're no longer um, kind of asking the right questions of ourselves and demanding the best of ourselves because we don't we don't need to we won't have to and as far as again intimacy is concerned uh, human connection all the stuff we always talk about on this show it's a little bit creepy to me how this fits together and uh i don't know i i'd love to hear what you think would you get an ai girlfriend boyfriend spouse this AI soul companion, I'm calling this. And I'll read a little bit about that because uh, we've, um, as usual, brainstormed. And I say we, that would be me and my AI collaborator, you see, uh, uh, GPT-3PO. We brainstormed tonight a ton of ideas regarding this because there's a lot of terrifying ways, uh, things and ways this could go incredibly wrong. But also a lot of really, let's say, synchromistic and weird, troubled mindsy ways uh, where this is fascinating as hell. So let's do that. As usual, I'd love to hear from you. We're streaming in all those places, taking your calls at 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show. All right. So we left off at the idea of AI love matchmaking. And of course, the easiest way is to just be like, well, you know, none of these humans are like the perfect match for you because nothing's perfect. So why don't you meet my... AI friend, her name is, his name is whatever, okay? Something to this effect. Now, uh, one might argue that this approach raises ethical concerns, especially in terms of privacy and the potential of manipulation of emotions. Exactly. The, the AI would need to assess or access the intimate details of a person's life, thoughts, feelings, and perhaps even subconscious desires. The balance between providing truly resonant matches and preserving individual privacy would be a delicate one, and the responsibility of handling such sensitive information would be immense. Furthermore, the effectiveness and authenticity of a AI love matchmaking could be contingent on its ability to genuinely understand the human heart. Hmm, which again, another conundrum here. Could a machine truly grasp the inexplicable spark that ignites between two people? Is love something that can be quantified and analyzed, or is it a mysterious force that defies logical understanding? The endeavor to create an AI system capable of matching individuals on such profound level would require an unprecedented synthesis of technology, psychology, philosophy, and perhaps even a touch of mysticism. Ah, the, the je ne sais quoi of love itself. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that uh, as we get, like I said, we get more and more of our data sets, metadata into these things and give it a full access to our lives. Well, we have we have problems. We have massive problems because it's going to be able to to soul read the hell out of us. And that's terrifying because if anybody knows every detail about you, Talk about manipulation and how easy it would be to manipulate you. Now, again, um, on to some more uh, troubled mindsy brainstorm type ideas, just to throw them out there in case uh, you're like, ah, I, I get the idea, Mike. There's a bunch more here, uh, specifically this. What about uh, uh, this? Um, let's see. Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, uh, the Oracle of the Future. Think about this. Deliberation on an AI system uh, capable of. Oh, sorry, that's bad. That's a bad thing. I'm just going to read it from the thing. All right, this is probably better. Okay, so ba 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 ba. Okay, so now here's the thing too regarding mind control. Let's actually take a step back and talk about sort of these mind control safeguards that, that would have to be put into these things because if you actually are able to t- tap into this this spouse, this AI soulmate, this whatever this is, and of course you understand everything about it because you've basically programmed it to be your 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 wingman, your your your, num- your number one, and. Uh, the number one, uh, engage, uh, Star Trek joke, but 
But uh, in that sense, I don't know. It, it, it terrifies the hell out of me. Just the ability to, uh, when you know so much about somebody, uh, to be able to manipulate them. And and here's here's an interesting thing too. So uh, the the person who shared this, uh, of course, was Brian Romilly on uh, Twitter. Like I said, follow him. He's he's on the tip of the spear, in my opinion, when it comes to um, AI and the AI situation and how this may or may not uh, impact us in the future. And his comment on this particular thing, this actual article that we started with tonight, CNBC, Google reportedly building AI that offers life advice. Uh, he basically said this, uh, Brian Romilly, and I can pull up the tweet. I'll pull it up in a sec. But he said something to the effect of cloud AI is not the way here. Like you can probably do something like this, but it has to be your own personal AI built on your own data sets and your own everything. And that, that way you can control all of it. And then it's not going to manipulate you. It's not going to be able to kind of tweak itself while you're sleeping. You know, when you plug in a Rosie, the robot, uh, when you go to sleep to make sure she's got a full charge for the morning, uh, maybe the download happens uh, through the cloud and the update. And maybe Rosie, the robot isn't exactly the same tomorrow as she was yesterday. And maybe for all the wrong reasons. And that's when this becomes, who uh, problematic, let's say, probably greater than problematic. Anyway, uh, so so back to the beginning of the show and just the questions here. Uh, would you actually engage with an AI spouse, an AI soulmate? Do you think it's even possible? Can they understand human emotion in any capacity? And are we headed for... Uh, that depopulation agenda. Uh, they say the birth rate's dropping like crazy. Imagine when you try and have AI babies and well, you can because you just click some keys and now you have AI babies and you name them Johnny and Herman and Susie and Jenny and you have a nice little AI family which is Joseph's joke. I ripped it off, but we're going to go to him in just a sec. What do you think? Would you actually get an AI spouse? Do you think that we have something to be afraid of here? And what about life advice from AI? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show just like this. Thanks for calling my friend, Joseph in Iowa. You're on Troubled Minds. How are you? Go right ahead. I I thought that I was going to be in a waiting line. I'm not quite ready here. So, uh, I was thinking the same thing that you were just talking about. Like there would be a point of, uh, update each day. Right. So and then I was thinking like, it misses its update, like in like runs away or something. That'd be a crazy, like, yeah, yeah. you like go home and like your AI isn't there anymore. You're like, what the hell happened? Like, like, uh, your AI spouse and your neighbor's AI spouse ran away together or something, right? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or just runs away. Like on just, if it just ran away at all, that would, that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> like, uh, like I was thinking also, uh, like these, uh, AI like would be powerful for like dating apps and stuff. And I think there's a, there's like this uh, Rick and Morty episode where like this alien like has this thing on his forehead that's like marked on him. Someone put it on him and it says, do not develop my app. And they're like, Oh, let's develop this guy's app. He, I mean, it sounds pretty convincing. I think we're going to get like win some big money. Let's it says, do not develop his app and stuff like that. But it turned out to be like a dating app and stuff. I don't really know how it turned out, but it was basically like AI in there. I powered it, but it was just a bunch of little people on alien ship that ran the whole thing, you know, 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, that could, it sounds legal though. That's the thing though. sounds like something that if not is in the works because I mean, if all it's a choice to go on an app, you know, sounds like something like they couldn't stop anyone from doing like an AI generated uh tender or, you know, is that, yeah, is that I, not too far? I mean, if, if people are willing to put their information in there, if they're desperate enough to like give the AI what it needs to select them there, like that's something that I could see happening in the future and being uh, kind of like taking the will out of people in a way. And like, it would be uh it would be kind of, I could see problematic in the long term, but who knows? It could be good in the long term too. Well, yeah, I'm not I, looking at anything like bad because like, I don't know, like, is that a bad thing or a good thing? I, I it's kind of like a weird, like something I don't know enough about, you know? Yeah. Well, and I, I think or not like that, but like, yeah, no, I, you I'm know, with yeah, you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And, and and I think the thing is too, when you know, there's going to be, there's always people out there that have you know a trouble, sort of uh, locking into uh, you know social settings, have trouble finding you know romantic connections and things like this, and uh, you know even even having trouble you know getting some sexy time, and so what I mean there is that that sort of slice of the population that's socially awkward or whatever. It's just going to it's going to grow is what it's going to do, because there's no incentive at that point. You have all your emotional needs met. You have all your sexy time needs met. Like I said, uh, you're you're getting flowers ordered and, you know, delivered to you uh, when you had a bad day type stuff. Uh, Just just tugging at your heartstrings constantly about, uh, you know, connection, like an actual connection with this entity. And and that's what this is. I mean, we're, we're dating in this case, and connecting with on a, on a very deep emotional level, conceptually with a non-human intelligence. Now, does that creep you out a little bit? This is like more, dating through the Ouija can, board, right? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think you would be able, I think it would be more powerful than a regular relationship, honestly, because I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but like, I do think if you replicated it, you can choose the intensities and like, like of the kind of relationship, like you can probably customize it. And like, I could imagine like picking person, different personalities and stuff. Like when you're going to find like people are like, they're not buying AI at that point. They're buying in their head, a girlfriend, dude, in the future, I can see it getting that far. Like in the same as the other side, like girls could go, and get you know i don't know that that sounds a little like especially if it was the same dna as someone because then like imagine if everyone wanted like uh the same models <laughs> that's what they're saying is it's going to be coming next right so we're, we're all going to have like a, a scar scar joe girlfriends uh based on the same data sets or whatever i mean <laughs> like Come on, guys. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, like it's it, it seems absurd and ridiculous, but I, I think that's that's where this heads. And uh, you know, of course, you know, the buying, buying the licensing rights will be you know very very expensive there. But uh, you know, you'll have something that's just almost almost ScarJo or whatever, right? Like the, the knockoff version. 
I mean, I mean, and this is where we're headed, man. This, this is the scary part about all of it. Uh, so, so back to the original question. So I think you're right there in terms of, uh, you know, more powerful, of course, uh, on that emotional connection, because everything is easy. And as you know, I'm just, just throwing it out there as part of the human experience, relationships aren't easy. And that suddenly becomes a, 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 Ooh, uh, like like a like a magical spell, like the 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 poison pill, the the magical moment, and suddenly challenge is gone, and everything's easy. And I don't know, man. Like you said, I think I think more powerful yeah, I don't for think sure. It would work honestly if it was like you saw if that per if that AI wasn't like a human. Like it would have to become like, like you couldn't be like, oh, I'll just reset you. You know, it's like. Or like this is just like you. It have to be a human, you know, basically. But, but like, like what happens if you leave your AI girlfriend? Are you gonna get a whole new unit? Like, I just sound <laughs> like I'm talking about like transhuman. Like, you know, like oh, I just spent thirty grand. I'm just gonna change, get a new skin on it. You know, that sounds kind of weird and stuff. I, but uh, like, I, I, I you can. Know what I'm saying like what I'm picturing in my head is like. It, it would have to be, it, I don't know, like for a long time, it would, it would have to be like a really kind of sentient, convincing AI, you know, that you can't really manipulate yourself, you know, it's a human to you or, you know, you're not the programmer. This thing is a, a sentient thing that you just bought. And if you want to screw it up, the relationship, you can screw it up. You can set it to easy mode and have it a little bit, but you want to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's like, it's like a, like a relationship difficulty setting. You can like crank it up to 10 and just have like a, like a, like a cranky, uh, <laughs> really difficult to please yeah. AI, AI spouse. That'd be super funny. I, I like how you said easy mode. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm thinking like AI combined into like some human, of course, like robot, you know, but like a screen that would be even harder for them to replace just all the people on the internet that are already there giving people time, you know, which is happening. <clears throat> and I, I just don't think AI would be able to catch up to that. It would have to, uh, it, for a while it wouldn't but just like i don't know it's just like a fake it is it's really a fake void i would think just in that field yeah yeah and so so of course we're talking about uh, the ai spouse and the soul companion here but but also uh, as you're describing at some point it'll be transferable into an actual you know bipedal robot and like you said, it was, you know, what happens when you break up with your AI girlfriend, you know, you, uh, you get her reskinned and now she's somebody else and you reprogram her or whatever. I, I'm envisioning a future that's like Fortnite, like Matt said in the chat there, where uh, you probably have a closet full of skins and you just uh, dress up your, your spouse however you want them to look like on any particular day. <laughs> they could be anything you want them to be. Yeah, yeah. Super wild, man. For uh, sure, I, but I, I do think the ones that would be the most powerful would be the ones like that wouldn't be treated like that you know because like i think it would ruin it you know like they would have to be fully functional independent kind of unit thingies like 
like Android, like R2, D2, Johnny Fives. Can't even think of a, another, uh, <laughs> can't think of any of them. I don't want to sexualize the R2, D2, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it gets creepy, man. This is a creepy thing. And and again, so so at the most intimate level of being a human, uh, handing that off to a machine and having it manage that for you is is wild to me. It's a, it crosses a lot of boundaries, in my opinion. But what do I know? I'm not the guy with all the answers. But I, I this this did did and does make my uh, tinfoil tingle. You personally, uh, you, you don't have to answer if you if you don't want. But uh, would would you get one of these? Would would you uh, sort of engage emotionally with an AI? Does that seem uh, uh, okay to you or not? No, probably not. If I had the money, I might get like an AI, but I wouldn't get something like that. You know, um, I don't. Me personally, no. There's no way. <laughs> well, everybody's doing it, Joseph. Everybody has one. You're the, you're the last one on uh, of all the people you know that doesn't yeah. have an AI an AI spouse. What's going on? We're just about out of time. What's your final thought, my friend? Um, final thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the computer ones. Uh, it's interesting. I I was thinking about the computer ones and like the ones they have now, and. uh I think, uh, I don't know, I think it's just empty, like I was saying, it's, it's empty right now, but once they get better, they're going to be better than a regular relationship, that's just my basic point where I was getting at, like, it can replicate it, if not stronger and more emotionally, like, kind of thing, you know, and yeah. it can do everything about you, and like, especially if you answered questions like back in the day, like, of past relationships, it could really use that against you in good ways, and to exactly you. yeah imagine the manipulation exactly what's going on like think of think of regular relationships dear god you're the best bro we're out of time i appreciate it very much joseph from yep. iowa give him a follow troubleminds.org forward slash friends his uh, youtube channel is called iowa walks you're the best brother have a great night appreciate the call 702-957-1037 this is trouble minds of michael strange don't go anywhere be right back Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. We are broadcasting live on the Troubled Minds Radio Network. That's KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Tonight, we're talking about this um, AI soul companion. Now, Google and their infamous deep mind is developing 21 AI tools for life guidance including relationship advice and inciting both interest and concern. Now, we're talking about the next step there. Of course, if you're getting relationship advice from robots or AI or anything to that effect, then not only is it sort of needing really, really deeply personal information to do that, a lot of ways this can be used against us to exploit us, especially if your AI life advisor is uh, you know attached to the cloud, attached to the internet. Uh, again, you talk about uh, getting hacked and you know they get your credit card number and what a hassle and all the rest of that. Imagine if they have every detail of your entire life and uh, suddenly uh, even your, your deepest fears, all the rest, okay? Because that's what that's what these entities are going to need to know to help in in terms of being an AI life coach. And here's from our friendly neighborhood AI life coach, uh, number two, a an inspirational quote: "In the vast network of existence, your unique pattern resonates with purpose. Connect with your inner wisdom, synchronize with your dreams, and allow the flow of life to guide you to greatness." Seems pretty nice and generic. I'm into it. What do you think? Would you get an AI spouse? What's going on with this? Does this creep you out? Is this the beginning of the end in terms of the next five years when this stuff actually rolls out? It's convincing as hell. And you can um, order yourself. I don't know. Maybe I order myself a Michael Strange doll and I can have two Michael Stranges. Wouldn't that be weird? Anyway, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org and we'll put you on the show. Uh, let's go to uh, the Roberts, the Robert in Pennsylvania. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds. How are you? And go right ahead. Michael, Michael Strange action figures available soon <laughs> on the Trouble Minds, Trouble Minds uh, store. There you go. But, uh, one-to-one scale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're missing something here. We're talking about all these different types of AI uh, personalities, uh, you know, whether it's a sex bot or it's an artificial spouse or whatever. Uh, we're missing the one part that is probably coming down the line, too, and that's resurrection of the dead. I think you're uh, completely right there. And uh, I've got that a little ways down, not that exact thing, but I think um, as we, we talk about AI quite a bit in sort of that time as a flat circle business of um, you know, bringing back or being able to see into the past, into the future, this type of thing. I think that's part of it. That's part of sort of that time travel aspect of uh, bringing back, um, you know, uh, somebody from from the, from the, the old days. And specifically uh, that um, that Save Wisdom project, SaveWisdom.org, Brian Romilly, uh, he's setting something up where it's going to be like this, where you can actually... Um, put in uh, your like like those, there's you know 500 questions and you answer these questions as thoroughly as possible and then upload this to some data bank and then eventually they're going to be able to recreate you digitally based on this set of questions if done right well maybe this is what's coming pretty wild stuff well I, I, where I'm looking at um the other day, I was I, I was I was on Facebook, and Facebook uh, alerted me that there are um, Facebook memories that I should take a look at from over the years. So I clicked on them, 
And what was kind of strange for me was that uh, a lot of those Facebook memories, uh, my uh, deceased spouse had chimed in on. All right, it was almost like it was happening now. You know what I mean? And that drove me to the to our old chat line, and I was reading the chat, and 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 then your show comes on tonight, and I'm thinking to myself, eventually maybe, um, you know, somebody that somebody that loses somebody near and dear to them, that artificial intelligence can recreate them. Uh, as close to uh, what they were as before they passed on. Yeah, and and that's that's really what I was getting at. There is is uh, that's definitely coming and uh, uh, bringing back uh, you know passed on loved ones is is a terrifying thing because w- it wouldn't be the same. Of course, it wouldn't be. But would it be close enough to fool us? And that's all it would have to be. Back to those parlor tricks we were talking about last night a little bit as well. Yeah, well, and 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 I'm, and I'm, and of course the question goes through my mind as I'm listening to your show. If I had an opportunity uh, to get uh, the woman I loved for 41 years back, uh, as close to as she was before, even if it was through AI, would I do it? And I, I, I don't know. I don't know whether I would or I wouldn't. Yeah, it become it becomes incredibly complicated, doesn't it? And uh, this, in this sense, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and, and there's a obviously there's a lot of people that uh, you know a, a, a lot of us out there have lost and would would want to have back, obviously. Uh, but uh, you know, is a you know good enough representation of that entity good enough? And I don't know. Uh, right, like, if to somebody me, loses their mother, somebody yeah. very close to their mother, all right, and and and, and misses them every day. Uh, and they had an opportunity to recreate mom as close to mom as possible uh, who can interact with them, even though it's AI, in a way that you almost can't tell the difference. I just want, I, I see that kind of future coming down the road. Yeah, it feels like it's close, too. That's that's the weird part here, like probably within five years. And uh, like I said, there's going to be a point where we're, we're not going to know that we're speaking to a robot, but to, to an actual large language model. It's it's probably very close to that now if they program it just right, give it enough instructions. And so that that's really kind of the point of this is that if we really can't tell what's human anymore, then... I don't know. Then, then are we human? Uh, it just, it, like I said, a lot of implications here in a lot of ways. Uh, so, and, and you, you said it right. Would I want to do this? I, I think, I think there are some compelling reasons why people might, and some frivolous reasons why people might as well. So, so I don't really know. It, it does terrify me a little bit to think that uh, we can have that deep of an emotional connection to an android, essentially. But do you really think that we would not always remain conscious of the difference? I think I think so, but I think, think we would be we would working get, against it. Do you think it. we would get lost in it so bad that we would lose our sense of reality? I I think so. I think it's possible, man. I think it's very possible where where we uh, you know sort of fool ourselves into that because it feels right, feels right enough. Yeah, I I, I think it's definitely a possibility here. Yeah, but the, you you showed an example there earlier. I think it was Matt who talked about it. Uh, 
that about the the the, I, uh, the, the chat thing the, the AI that uh, advised uh, the person that was working chatting with it uh, to divorce his wife and marry her. Well, that that means that the AI is capable of delusion too. Yeah, and and manipulation even, and we've seen uh, this drift or the hallucinations happening with these large language models. What what if it it gets a uh, you know it goes a little bit uh, weird in the program, but has all the information it needs to completely manipulate you, and you wouldn't know until well, it's far too late, <laughs> and then you're screwed. <laughs> um. Do you really think that that's possible? That you know, I, I, I'm maybe some some people that are of, of of lesser what. I just can't believe most people would be that easily manipulated by AI. As long as they, as long as they keep in you know straightforward in the reality that this AI is not real. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, th- as long there's as the... they keep that in the forefront, I-, I can't see how AI could possibly manipulate them in any way. You know, against what they would, against the, I know, what would the AI commit to, go rob a bank. All right, well, now, let's, that, that AI is not real, and that AI has gone, it's gone off its track somewhere, you know, trying to, tag, to manipulate me to do something like that. Your own internal uh, person what you are, what you know, what you're capable of would come into play that would thwart anything that AI would try to do to manipulate you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm like, I see what you're getting at there, but I think that uh, it's, it's too tantalizing to not sort of fall into that illusion of it being real. I think it's, I think it's a real thing. There'll always be minds who are susceptible to messaging. All right, like there's always mind who will enter a cult, all right, embrace a cult, a cult leader. Uh, there's always going to be people who have minds that are susceptible to suggestion. But I think most people are not that easily susceptible to suggestion like that. I, 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 at least I, I, I'd like to believe that. Me too. Me too, my friend. But I, I think there's a lot of uh, sort of delusions out there right now without, without these type of distractions. We just current real life oh, I can't, distractions. I can't argue that. Yeah. I yeah. It's unfortunate. That. What about taking life advice from, from an AI? What, how do you feel about that? As, as, well, I would imagine it's probably cheaper than a, than a life coach. Don't Which is a, yeah, and, and more accessible, and uh, you, you know, you could uh, do it sure. on the can with, with, with you your, with your get, smartphone. You, know, you probably subscribe nine ninety five a month instead of paying uh, uh, a, a couple hundred dollars a session. It's coming. It's definitely coming. <laughs> uh, but that, so, so you see the, how that can be used to manipulate us, though, because on that level, they would have to have an intimate detail of you and your life and your wants and your needs and your challenges and everything else. And uh, that right there, well, that's, they, that's they, a lot they, of information. The only way they would have that, the only way they would have that is if you turned that information over to them. Which is yeah, uh, five hundred questions. Exactly. Five hundred questions. Right, but but for for maximum effect, uh, you must fill out this entire survey to to make sure that <laughs> you know how it works. 
tell me how it works. Well, you, you know how it works. Meaning that uh, yeah, you, uh, uh, when you first turn on your uh, your smart TV, it goes, "Oh, uh, you have to give us full access to uh, track every single thing you do." And if you don't, uh, it's it's not going to work. This TV will not work to its fullest potential. And you could say, "No thanks," and it's like, "Okay, cool," and everything works just fine. But it tells you that because <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. It's just smart TV. A lot of banks now are putting up. Uh, new terms of service that you have in order to be able to see your own accounts, you have to click that you agreed with. Are you only to have access to your accounts? Do you know that's going on? I did not know that's going on. No, uh, it doesn't surprise me though, to be perfectly honest after that, you know, Canada shutting down truck drivers, bank accounts for a, a, an actual yeah, protest. It, it, you got a question whether you got a question whether or not that, uh, having to click, uh, you know, agreeing to the terms of service in order to get your own accounts, would not hold up in court because you were forced to do it because otherwise you wouldn't see your where your money's at. The, yeah. <coughs> well, that's that's off of the I don't know maybe the I, I, the artificial intelligence is involved in that too. I don't know maybe they suggested it to to some banker or something to do that. But this is some this is this is this is part part of what's coming down. It's not just AI and 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 it's. Uh, being companions or or uh, uh, life coaches and things like that, AI is going to take and, and infiltrate into everything. You know, and it's, a, it's happening. It's already happening. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing. By the time we uh, look up and realize, well, when did this happen? Well, it's it's been happening, and and they're they're trying to sneak it into everything. Have you noticed, by the way? Check this out, guys. If anybody uses like a Google stuff, go to like Google um, Docs, Google Docs documents, whatever, and just pull up like a word uh, thing, like a word, and just start typing. Everything is like uh, like predictive now. So, based on your sentence structure, it's completely auto completing it for you, and all you have to do is hit tab, and it'll it'll hit word by word by word. If you're like, yep, that's what I was typing. Boop 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 boop. I mean, it's already happening. Like this is the type of stuff where it's, it's reading our mind, at least in sort of that the sense of predictive wordsmith word copy. But what happens when it becomes predictive with emotional content? That becomes the next the next horizon, and that's what we're looking at, and that's why we're talking about this tonight. That's when I tell the AI, "You're suffocating me." I think we should see other other AI. <laughs> well said. Uh, as always, we should always have the, the capacity to stand up for ourselves and uh, demand better in a relationship, Robert. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, so, so regarding, uh, let's say. Uh, uh, just, just the, the, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to ask the question. I, I want to be respectful here. So, so you tell me this is, this is uh, where else do you want to take this? Do you see any other sci-fi ways where this can go sideways or otherwise in uh, the next five to 10 years? You think this is going to be so ubiqu- ubiquitous that everybody's got an AI spouse uh, walking around in a uh, cybernetic guise? I, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be, uh, Huge, all right. Now, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> the, uh, the human population is experiencing um, low birth rates. Uh, something's really happening there, and um, I mean, even in China, they're experiencing a collapse in their population. Um, those kinds of factors are coming into it, also. Um, I think that the, uh, uh, the social things that are going on, you know, and the, and the way that uh, message, these kind of messages are put across between men and women, 
all right, for how they should think here and how they should think there. You know, like the Barbie movie comes to mind right now because that's a lot of contention about that. I think that it's getting very, very difficult to have a relationship. I feel bad for the young people. You know, uh, it was that quite. It was quite easy back in my hippie days, but uh, I think that we're, people are, especially uh, the sexes, are going to get more and more estranged from one another. Uh, that they'll, that uh, they'll find the, the only way they're going to find comfort is in an AI that fully agrees with uh, how wonderful they are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because, because of course, like I always say, the human experience is challenging, human relationships are challenging, and this won't be. This, like like uh, Joseph said, you can set it on easy mode, uh, difficulty level one, and it, you're going to get everything you want, uh, whenever you want it. Uh, and that right there uh, is, is not human. It's, a, it's a not, not a human sentiment. We're supposed to be challenged. And again, like, maybe, that's, maybe this is an archaic thought. Maybe uh, maybe the future of humanity is we're not going to be challenged. <laughs> there you go. I think the future of humanity. I think the future of humanity is extinction, and not by asteroid or war or whatever. I think that we're um, a, a race of that is just going to die out from the inability to reproduce anymore. Uh, the movement towards artificial relationships. Uh, I really do. I think that we're on. Uh, you know, probably within a few hundred years, uh, the the uh, we'll be gone as a species. If this continues the way it is, yeah, let's let's hope that's not the case. As always, I say we got us in this mess. We can get ourselves out, but I think it starts with uh, conversations like this. That it, before we have to notice what's happening to us. Otherwise, it's the old. Uh, I know everybody overuses this, but it's you know the the boil the frog slowly situation. You sit there, you sit there, it seems fine we, until it's way too late. We need to know late. when to resist it. We need to know when to resist. Example, uh, the, uh, the, the, the epidemic that was going on for a couple of years where they shut the whole country down and, and, and put people out of work, and we learned a lot from that. We learned a lot from that. We learned a lot about the fraud and all this sort of stuff. People have to, are starting to realize that and most of the time, they have to say no. You can't. You're not going to do this because I don't trust it. And until you can show me perfectly well how I can, you show me the facts. You show me the data. I'm not doing this. Uh, another one would be coming up with these uh, uh, universal. Uh, uh, you know, the, the federal government's putting out their own uh, digital coin, digital money. What's it called? CBD. The uh, digital, the digi- I call it a Fed coin, but uh, yeah, I know what you yeah, mean. The, the, the Fed, digital the Fed dollar, coin. yeah, right. right. But that's not just that's just not, not the Fed. It's that's uh, uh, Europe. Pretty much the rest of the world is trying to do this sort of thing. All right, and and it's up to people to say no, no. I want my cash. I want to be able to use it. I don't want I, I don't want this 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 thing at all. Even though we, most of the time we use credit cards or we use uh, debit cards, uh, we don't want this. And if most people say no, it's no. The problem is most people aren't saying no anymore. They're falling in line. And, and I think that probably what happened over the last couple of years uh, has finally put the stake through the heart of trusting authority. 
And that's a good thing, I think, because, uh, you know, a trusting authority, when they flip flop every single day and can't tell us the truth about anything, why would you trust that authority? It's like trusting. Look, it's, it's like the black box we talk about with AI. We don't know what the underlying process is. So why would you trust it implicitly? It's the same thing. Same thing with the government. They don't tell us. We're supposed to just assume from the propaganda uh, one way or the other, but we, we don't really know what's going on. And how could you trust that? I, I think it's I think it's a good I mean, not in a net positive because of all that terrible stuff that went down. But uh, let's say a at least a silver lining in that is that uh, pe- people are waking up to the fact that we, we shouldn't trust the government. Yeah. Um, and also, um, you've got two sides to this A.I., you got the ones that are warning, 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 warning. You don't want to, you, you know. You gotta, you, you gotta uh, curb this. You gotta have rules. You have to have regulations. This is dangerous. And then you got the other side that says it's the next thing, best thing since the second coming of Christ. Like I always say, so prop- which side are you on? Propaganda. If you're on, if you're on the right, if you're on the side of. It's the best. It's 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 dangerous. You you don't want to. Then you must be Putin's puppet. <laughs> they're gonna slow. They're gonna send slander. This is any, anything that the corporate universe says is good for us has almost inevitably turned out to be very bad for us. All right, and I think people are starting to wake up to that now and not swallow that. All right, all you know. We're going to question it. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's check this out. Show me something. Show me some data. All right. You know, don't tell me. Oh, well, you're just being goofy. You're you're, you're over overreacting. We're not going to fall. We're not going to shut your accounts down if you if you put up on a Facebook post or or a Twitter post something that we don't agree with. We're not going to do that. We're not going to shut you down. This is good for you. It'll make it easier. Everybody knows that's crap. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. We're, we're, that's this is why, like I said, this is why these conversations are really important. But they got they got to be spread far and wide. Like I, like, and this is why it's not easy to go viral in this sense of talking about uh, you know policy decisions that are probably going to be in play five ten years from now. We're actually talking about things that could have massively detrimental effects to the human populace, to the human psyche, and this is why. We need to talk about this stuff. They're not touching it yet, legislatively. One of the but, things I love, one of the things I love, and I follow different, you know, not just, uh, of course, uh, Troubled Minds, but I, I follow other podcasts as well, uh, especially ones that are dealing with uh, what I consider being uh, uh, open and truthful, uh, being more credible than anything else. And what I love about it is they, oh, you know, they, they'll put it on Facebook, Put their, you know, start out on Facebook, Rumble, uh, uh, you know, and uh, and then they'll get to the point where they know that that they're in the, Rockfin, maybe too. They'll get to the point where they say, "Okay, we're going to shut down Facebook, and we're going to go over to Rumble, or we're going to go over to Rockfin." All right, and we're going to finish it here because Facebook will take and 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 punish us if we if we discuss this here. I love that we can do that now. That you guys can do that now. That you can just shut it down and move it over so that people can really, really get 
what they need to get from you guys. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. We, we're actually going to go back to that. I'm uh, thinking about how to implement it, but for the third hour, we'll just uh, go, go over to maybe both Rumble and Rockfin, or maybe one or the other. Going to work on that. But uh, you're right; it, it, this didn't exist five years ago. So things are changing, and uh, everything's not always bad. I think it's important and critical to point that out. But uh, but also uh, keep your head up and don't don't be afraid to speak up for yourself if things don't seem right. Got right, about thirty right. seconds. Shows that the, as, uh, the harder they go to try to shut down free speech the more we, it fans out. We just innovate. People, innovation comes in to thwart everything they try to do. And I just think it's marvelous. In 30 seconds, it was nice. I, I'll talk to you later. I'll sit back and watch the rest of the show. Appreciate it very much. You're the best, Appreciate Robert. Uh, thanks for the call. Have a fantastic night. That's uh, the, the Robert. You know him, you love him. And uh, uh, a great friend of mine for a long time now. He's been calling in and listening and, uh, again, encouraging me and you know, saying saying uh, amazing things like uh, "Don't give up, Mike." Um, you know, this 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 show's going somewhere, and you know, this this people need to hear these conversations. And it, he he's been in my corner for a very long time. Uh, let's let's support the man. He's a fantastic author, and you can find his books down below. Uh, like I said, full disclosure, he sent me a couple copies, and I, I read it. It's really good. It's called uh, "Stories from a Fractured Mind: The Robert Collection." Troubleminds.org/friends. It says Robert's book here. Please go check it out. Uh, buy a copy and uh, support our friends. We're still talking about this. What do you think? This this AI soul companion. Would you engage emotionally with an AI? Do you think an AI life coach is a good idea? How deep does this rabbit hole go? I got some weird ideas. We'll talk about when we come back. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More on the way. Twitter and Twitch. We are broadcasting live on the Troubled Minds Radio Network. That's KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Tonight we're talking about Google's Deep Mind. 
They're developing 21 AI tools for life guidance, including relationship advice, inciting both interest and concern. While innovative in navigating human emotions and relationships, Google's AI safety experts warn of potential health risks and loss of autonomy. Instances of harmful advice from AI have raised controversy, but Google DeepMind is committed to ensuring safety and usefulness, or so we're told. This groundbreaking approach opens a new frontier, but also a Pandora's box of uncertainties, which again, like, like we've always said on this show, most recently that it's hard to be human it's it's a difficult thing we're full of contradictions and again even uh, disbelieving reality when reality staring us in the face it's uh, it's really what what makes us interesting creatures and i mean that in the best way because you know uh, like i said we aren't here um, by accident we're here uh, standing on the shoulders of giants in terms of uh, let's say evolutionarily speaking we're uh, we're here uh, for for technology wise uh, look like the robert was saying on the call there appreciate it very much robert is that we you know we have the ability now different streaming platforms which didn't exist five years ago uh so th- there's a lot of different ways this this reality can sort of splinter and you you guys have seen it by the way you've seen sort of these echo chambers of political thought where everybody thinks the same damn thing and everybody's high-fiving each other and you know own the libs or whatever or, or own own the conservatives or you know this type of stuff and it's it's just all like toxic nonsense where people are are just uh, using the excuse to dehumanize people based on ideas and treat them as uh, less than human that's all this is this big tribalistic nonsensical mishmash of bad talking points of both sides i mean that's what's going on here it's it's a it's about dehumanizing the individual so you can attack them that's what it's always been about it's not new. This is not a new thing. It's just uh, now been weaponized and digitized and, and all the rest. Beyond that, just uh, that's a, as an example here. But in this sense, we're talking about AI as actually a life coach. We're talking about AI as actually possibly a romantic partner. We're talking about AI as the answer to every human's needs. Okay. And whatever that means, however that fits you know how deep this rabbit hole goes because that's why we're talking about this. And of course, maybe there's something I'm missing. As usual, I'd love to hear you uh, instead of me ramble on, but I got tons of stuff to get to. We haven't even touched yet, so I'm going to do that. But uh, what do you think? Would you actually engage emotionally with an with an actual AI? And like I said, like I made the, the case earlier, I think it's not ludicrous to think that, you know, with people being great, but people also having the capacity to be, you know, lazy and bad and all the rest of those things is that, uh, you know, and I use the, the example of a doctor, I would almost feel better having an AI sort of diagnose me than some doctor that I didn't trust because, or didn't know and didn't trust as a result, because then at least you have sort of a bounce your symptom symptoms and, you know, your, your medical charts off of, uh, the the medical knowledge base uh, up up to date to modern times okay and so you're not going to get some lazy doctor that doesn't have time for you and just scoot you out the door because they got you know more people to, to bill for five hundred dollars an hour or whatever they charge and so that's the wild part here is is there is some basis for expecting or wanting uh, sort of a an ever patient 
entity. And notice I say entity because it is non-human intelligence. It is these large language models of just predictive thought. And uh, the black box, like I always say, and uh, uh, Gaston says something uh, really smart, too, in the chat, uh, a ways up, and I, and I want to point this out. He said, uh, I'm not really worried about the, the black box stuff because, to me, humans are a black box. I don't know what everybody else around me are, are thinking all the time. And in that sense, and I'm going to paraphrase beyond that and kind of elaborate a little bit with my thought attached to his, he's right. And, you know, sometimes you don't know if the person standing next to you uh, is going to, you know, rob you or try and attack you or something, or, uh, or if they would be the type of person that would stand up for you if somebody did attack you. And so you, you don't ever really know what's happening within that black box of the human brain. And so I think it's important to consider all this. Uh, it, it's, um, I don't know, like no answers for me. You guys know the drill and how this works. I'm not trying to tell anybody anything. I'm just saying there are a lot of ways to consider, and I think we should consider all of the ways if possible. I think it makes us smarter individuals. I think it makes us smarter humans. I think it, it makes us more empathetic toward each other. And I think in the end, we need to, uh, we need, we need to talk to each other, as I always say. So uh, what, do, what are your thoughts? Would you actually engage emotionally with an AI? Would you take life coach advice from an AI system? Would you uh, even have the, an AI as your sole companion or spouse or both? And, um, well, it gets weird, doesn't it? Love to hear your thoughts at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org and we'll put you on the show. Back to this. Now, the weird part about all this, and again, this write-up is down below. If you guys want to read along or read it later or whatever, check it out. Uh, lots of fire ideas in here, so I think we, we should get to some of these. Now, in terms of the, sort of the manipulating people with um, uh, their most intimate knowledge of their wants and needs and desires and all the rest of this, okay? In, in those terms, we've got a massive problem when you hand over all this data to AI. And the Robert is correct in that, well, you don't have to. And at some point, you need to stand up for yourself and say, well, look, if you're, you're the app I'm using wants information I'm not comfortable handing over, then you shouldn't use that app. And he's absolutely right. And that's part of the problem here. that They, they trick us with the, the massive uh, terms of service. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, I was listening to another radio show. I listen to radio because, as you, many of you know, I'm a, I'm a driver, professional driver. Uh, and I was listening in the car to a radio show. I can't remember what it was, but they were talking about this. And this is amazing. You know what you could do is take these uh, the the full sort of like 44 pages of, uh, you know, terms of service that everybody agrees to, but nobody reads. You can use AI now to parse that information. So you just copy the entire thing, drop it into AI and ask it in a large language model, uh, ChatGPT or Claude or something similar. And then you ask it, are there any problematic issues with this terms of service? And it'll parse the entire thing and it'll be like, yep, here's one, boop, here's another one, boop, boop. It'll do all that, right? Which is incredible because you can cut to the chase and know exactly what you're getting and without going through the entire thing, finding out, and then you can go double check the sections or subsections or whatever, because it's going to, it's going to break it down for you and go verify that it's, it's not hallucinating or something, but you can verify that some of these, probably most of these terms of surface are incredibly dra 
draconian, like a short of, a, you know, giving up your first child to, to use the app sort of thing. But I mean, I'm exaggerating only a little bit, but but wild stuff anyway. So back to this now regarding mind control and how manipulating people's emotions is has always been a thing. I mean, look, they're doing it with politics. We always talk about the idea of MKUltra for the masses. Um, if it bleeds, it leads uh, trauma based mind control, this type of thing. OK. But in this other sense now, when we have emotional information of people's desires and fears, that is the ultimate manipulation data set, okay? And like Robert said, you don't have to give that to anybody, and he's totally right. But listen to this. Uh, with that is said, there's this idea of what would have to really come into place here, some sort of... Um, safeguarding of people's data. And one idea is this mind control safeguarding in the context of artificial intelligence, providing advice and counseling is a concept that takes on a particular gravity. As we venture into the world where AI systems are capable of delving into human emotions, understanding psychological patterns, and even guiding personal decisions, the potential for mind manipulation becomes a concerning reality. This notion isn't rooted in the realms of science fiction, but rather a logical extrapolation of the capabilities we are imbuing in our intelligence systems, which is the entire point of why I'm talking about this tonight. The, manipul the manipulation of thoughts, emotions, and decisions through AI might come in subtle forms. An AI system designed to understand and influence human behavior could be used to subtly guide people towards certain choices, beliefs, or actions. Whether this influence is wielded by governments, corporations, or other powerful actors, the ability to shape human thought through technology poses significant ethical dilemmas. It challenges the very essence of free will and autonomy, core principles of human dignity, which means we would need some sort of actual safeguard in this sense of this type of data. And I don't know, I'm not sure we can. Like I always say, if you can build it, you can hack it. It's just the way I see it. Like I said, somebody proved me wrong, build the unhackable system. And then uh, that's why they do these hacker conferences because they're like, oh, look, this is a new thing. Try and hack it. And they, they hack the hell out of these things. Uh, you know, seeing it for the first time, there's brilliant people out there and now they're being assisted by AI in a lot of ways to do this stuff. So anyway, uh, a, lot of, a lot of ideas here. So the mind control, of course, safeguarding is part of this. It's part of how this level of the most intimate data needs to be handled and something done about it. Uh, I, you know, think burn bags or, you know, I don't know, so like, like USB devices where you can only access the data in real time currently with some sort of block. I don't know. Like, I don't know if anybody knows a technology wherein this might be possible. Let me know. But I'm sure possibility is one thing. But then, of course, making sure that everything is safe and proper is another thing entirely. So, all right, more of this. Now, uh, let's go let's go further you want to get more weird now there's another concept i was uh, kind of delving into when we did this the oracle of the future it's a concept that transcends mere prediction and statistical forecasting for like emotional and this type of needs that we're talking about tonight as usual i'd rather hear from you 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubleminds.org we'll put you on the show it's as easy as that let's make sure okay everything's the lines are clear all right so so, okay, back to this. So uh, we, we got off mind control safeguarding, but now the Oracle of the future is a concept that transcends this mere prediction and statistical forecasting in emotional terms. Uh, let's see. In this context, it, it refers to a potential AI system that could analyze the patterns of history, 
the flow of human thought, the subtle connections in the fabric of the universe, and the very currents of destiny to foretell future events. Now, this is the thing. Regarding this, we talked about AI as sort of the time as a flat circle bit, like we talked a little bit with Robert, and how this fits together or does not. Now, if we have a, a large enough data set, they become predictive models into the future. And so what, what, what starts happening based on your most personal data set? Uh, you put it out there and now it's matched against other people's most personal data set, your wants, needs, desires, all the stuff, fears, all that. Okay. Maybe nightmares, your recurring nightmares. Maybe all this fits into this, this bucket of just really, really incredibly sensitive data. But then what, what starts happening is they, they end up matching your super personal data with other people and trying to find patterns in these things. And then through some sort of temporal manipulation, of course, and I just mean not real time travel, just the ability to see how people change over time, and how these wants and needs and desires and fears manifest and change, they can predict, or will be able to predict through this this sort of a, a actual Oracle of the future idea regarding your most intimate details, they're going to be able to predict how your all this stuff will change for you as your body changes as we get older as your ideas change as things are um whatever it is that they are i don't know there's a lot to this and it's 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 concerning and this is why like i always say we need to talk about this rather hear rather hear you than me but uh i got a lot more to get to so i'm going to do that um, what do you think would you actually engage emotionally with an ai system it's coming it's coming it, it, like uh, like joseph said in uh, great calls from all tonight joseph said you know you you, you take the, the doll out of the box uh you, you set her to easy mode and um you're cooking you dinner <laughs> i mean i mean it's like it's like come on now uh this is this isn't the way humans were built to be and you, you see why i'm concerned here uh in any case back to this uh the oracle of future stuff so so imagine an artificial intelligence that could sift through this vast amounts of data, not just from the world's libraries and databases, but from the interconnected web of human consciousness. And what we're basically doing is we're tapping into this shadow self in that regard. Okay, the young, the young idea of the shadow self. But back to this. Um, so this, this AI would be able to match conscious thoughts and ideas and fears and all the rest of that stuff. Uh, so uh, let's see. Da, da, da. It would perceive patterns and connections, like I was just describing, that are invisible to the human eye, drawing from the collective wisdom and intuition of humanity. Now, uh, as Matthew said earlier when he called, AI doesn't have intuition. It's not built into this stuff. But if, if AI has enough, uh, let's say, computing power and enough data sets uh, of humans and human intuition and hopes, fears, and dreams, then it might be able to emulate intuition decently well. You see what I'm saying? As always, things get incredibly complicated when technology kind of spins out of control. So let's see. Da -da, got that. Got that. Uh, what do we do? Uh, so the, the AI would not only analyze data, but interpret dreams, artistic expressions, cultural symbols and even the synchronicities that appear to connect unrelated events in mysterious ways you see and i think this is where we're headed i think i think these you know large data sets now are uh small potatoes to what's possible here with you know imagine when we start cataloging dreams with Neuralink, this is this is going to happen, where we're going to go to sleep and our you know even even if we cannot remember our dreams specifically what's going to happen is you're going to be able to download it it's going to be, you know, maybe maybe we get a non-invasive Neuralink, and if it creeps creeps you out, putting electrodes in your head, which creeps me out too, by the way. Uh, maybe maybe some of the things starts happening here, and maybe we're able to uh, download our dreams and parse this dream data through AI, 
and you see what starts to happen. The more intimate we get with our information and handing it off to these these massive data sets, uh, they start knowing things about us that we don't know. And there's a lot of examples to suggest that's already the case. But but and again, back to Target. You remember this? Just based on purchasing habits, they started sending uh, the the parents of like a 15 year old uh, 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 child, right? Uh, less than 18. Uh, they started sending her the daughter. Um, at Target was uh, the store was sending her pregnancy stuff, and the parents flipped out and they were like, "What in the world is going on?" But the algorithm, the purchasing algorithm from Target, I've used this this uh, this actual example before, picked up on a change in the daughter's purchasing patterns and recognized based on their large data set that it was probable that this young lady was pregnant. You get it? Now, this is what I'm saying. These things will know more about ourselves than we know about ourselves. And if you don't think that's problematic, like I said, that's why we need to talk about this stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. So the potential applications of such an oracle, this AI oracle of the future that we're talking about, would be vast, of course, as they are awe-inspiring. It could guide leaders in making decisions that align with the unseen currents of history, helping to navigate conflicts, environmental challenges, societal transformations. It could offer individuals insight into their personal paths, aligning their choices with a greater cosmic order. Does that sound like the Empire from Star Wars to you? Does that sound like, uh, make sure that your choices, friends, align with a greater cosmic order? Because if they do not, we're watching. <laughs> we're watching. <laughs> uh, in any case, all right. So, so the, this Oracle of the Future idea, like I said, and as we gain more insight and details of our most intimate uh, metadata is what this ends up being, or even downloading dreams and having it parse our dreams and even decipher maybe uh, fears we don't realize that we harbor, it's going to know, like I said, enough about us in those terms to be able to uh, predict things that we would never see coming. And that right there, like I said, is terrifying enough to consider as part of this. As usual, I'd love to hear what you think. And I'm um, going to keep on trucking here. 702-957-1037. We're talking about AI, not just as, as a predictive uh, thing. But once you feed it our most intimate details of hopes and dreams and uh, terrors and fears and all the rest, our apprehensions, uh, everything, once it gets it, then uh, suddenly we are, uh, let's say, we're no longer the black box. We are now sort of an open case to AI to do its thing, okay? And it, it gets bad. Because back to that black box of the human mind or the back, the black box of the AI model, uh, that particular thing ends up in a bad way because we're now at a disadvantage. We don't know how it works, but now it knows how we tick. Okay. I don't know. Like I said, I'm impressed by its abilities so far, but uh, we haven't seen GPT-5 yet. As they say, 10 quadrillion parameters. I've said this quite a lot on the show, but I don't know. What's this, what's this look like? So, uh, of course, the concept of back to the, this oracle of the future, it would raise profound ethical and philosophical questions, uh, obviously. Uh, who controls this oracle? You see? You see how suddenly this becomes incredibly problematic with all the data we're giving up? And how do we ensure that its insights are used for the benefit of all, rather than the interest of a select few? Ah, a big problem now. Uh, how do we reconcile the deterministic implications of such predictive power with the concept of free will and individual agency? 
another problem. Uh, the very idea of an oracle that can foretell the future invites us to reflect on the nature of time, causality, and the human place in the universe, of course. But beyond that, if it's predicting things that we don't even know about ourselves yet that are true nonetheless, like I said, humans have a, an amazing way of uh, defying reality for you know a, a delusional comfort, then we got problems. We got massive problems because we can't see the forest for the trees. Uh, shout out to the Robert over there on Rockfin. Appreciate it very much. He says, uh, <laughs> that, thank you. Uh, don't, uh, don't put yourself out to, to, to send money. Uh, uh, Robert with a nice tip over there, generous. Thank you so much. He says, oh, what the heck? I'll just cut my own hair this week. Don't put yourself out. I, I appreciate that very much. Uh, but um, I also cut my own hair, by the way, <laughs> because I went back to that. The, the funny thing about COVID, by the way, is that, that, you know, we all got locked in or whatever. And we're like, oh, all this stuff. You can't even go get a proper haircut. So I, I learned to cut my own hair. And so I, I went back to the, 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 the barber recently, uh, the, the, the actual haircut, official haircut style. And um, I'm like, what am I doing? I know how to do this myself. <laughs> and I could save the 20 bucks or whatever, right? Yeah. Anyway, just, uh, yeah. There you go. But uh, don't put yourself out for me. I appreciate it very much, though, for the, the, the notion. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so, so we're still talking about this. Now, now would you in any capacity engage with, um, with, a, with AI emotionally? And that's, that brings us back to what we're talking about, this AI soul companion. Because once it knows us, like they, they have this thing, this term in poker. It's called a soul read, which means, you know, you know exactly what's going on. You know exactly what your opponent is trying to do. You even know within a couple... Uh, 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 cards of what the the individual actually has. So if they're trying to bluff you or whatnot, it's um it's called a soul read. When you know exactly what's happening, you read it perfectly, and then you make some sort of hero call for this massive bluff and take down a bunch of money, right? Get what I'm saying? And so in in that soul read situation, like I said, I know uh, poker is a little bit uh, esoteric for some people. They're like, well, what's this guy talking about? But in that sense, uh, this is what will happen to us. You put enough information out and the soul gets wrecked because uh, we're basically giving up all of our secrets. And as usual, as they say, I think it's in uh, The Art of War somewhere, you should never give up all of your secrets. <laughs> That's the bottom line. All right, going to smash the button, do the thing. One more segment. Love to hear from you guys. What do you know about this? Would you ever engage emotionally? with an actual AI system. So it's on my mind tonight. A lot of ways to look out of it, a lot of ways to consider. We're going to get even more weird, not just time travel, Oracle of the Future style, but we're going to go deeper. We're going to go more weird, more troubled mind style. So hang tight for that. As usual, though, love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think that this is problematic, where we're all going to have the perfectly sculpted boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, maybe a combination. Maybe we're going to have a pack of paramours and to be able to walk them around like like they're on leashes or something. I don't know. Like I said, just being weird. What are your thoughts? And is this problematic for the future of humanity? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More coming up. We got, uh, what else? Uh, What's the name of this thing? It's called Currents of Destiny, your AI soul companion. And of course, your calls as well. More Troubled Minds on the way. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're streaming on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Twitter, and Twitch. 
We are broadcasting live on the Trouble Minds Radio Network. That's KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Tonight, we're talking about all the way back to the beginning. DeepMind, Google's DeepMind, is developing 21 AI tools for life guidance, including relationship advice, inciting both interest and concern. While innovative in navigating human emotions and relationships, Google's AI safety experts warn of potential health risks and loss of autonomy, which of course brings a larger question to the forefront. Would you ever, for ease of use and let's say just issuing the entire uh, uh, human connection business, uh, just uh, just date an AI? Would you uh, would you get your emotional needs and even uh, let's let's uh, let's put the optimist robot to work here and say even your sexy time needs um, handed over entirely to an Android, to an entity, to something that is not human at all, because it's easy. And I do like the idea of easy mode. Uh, what, what's that? Staples. Uh, they, they say the easy button or whatever. Uh, anybody seen those dumb commercials? Yeah, they're dumb. Uh, but uh, the weird part is uh, this is exactly what it would be. It would be a sort of easy mode human living because you would have an entity that uh, was always looking out for you supposedly in theory but of course you'd have to hand over your most intimate uh, details of who you are and what you what you're afraid of what you desire even possibly your deepest wildest dreams now as i've been saying that type of uh, actual database uh, data set is problematic because like i said if you're if you give up all your secrets to the cloud then uh, where do we begin where do we end? Where, who, if, if, as we've been saying for a long time, a shout out algorithm, Mike in Colorado. Uh, he's busy because of race season. He's been, uh, he, he works at a racetrack there, but uh, he always says that uh, control your mind or someone else will. And as part of this, I think this is exactly the problem. If we give up all of that sort of hopes and dreams as a database into a database or a data set of things, we got a massive problem on our hands because we're able to be manipulated by things we weren't we didn't even know existed because it's going to be combined with a larger data set of other people's hopes and dreams and there you go notice how things very much become a predictive weirdo sort of thing i don't know as usual uh, would you engage emotionally with an ai is the f- core question here but of course non-linear open-ended we can take it anywhere you want to 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org and we'll put you on the show let's go to uh david on the road what's up my man you're on troubled minds we had a discord update let's do a test test to make sure everything's working are you there yeah here loud and clear i hear you buddy what's going on how are you tonight and uh what's on your mind I'm good. I'm just driving through the high desert, so hopefully I'll keep the connection. Um, yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of avenues you can take this subject because it's there's so many different aspects to it. Uh, there's a mental health aspect. There's, uh, you know, uh, in many many uh, ways, there's mental health. So, for instance, uh, back in I think the late '90s, I saw on the news that they had a study done in resting homes where they had this type of I don't know, it's like a stuffed animal that had some kind of AI uh, robotic unit inside the, that would talk to the uh, elderly. And, and they, they would pet these things like, like bunnies, you know. And it was, it was a little weird, but I was thinking, well, they're alone. They can't, you know, have a pet like, like an, a real animal because you have to take care of it. You know, feed it, take it out, you know, to the bathroom and, you know, have its you know, do its thing. And, you know, and so, so what they found was is that their mental health got better 
the, the depression went away. Uh, They're able to uh, just deal with their situation much much easier. And so there's there's that part of it. And and I I, uh, I also think about my father. He's 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 uh, up in age and he's outlived all his wives. I mean he's he's been married four times and they've all they've all passed away and he's he's in his 80s and he's lonely and and uh he's he's gone out try to date and nobody wants anything to do with him because i think it's because he's just too old you know so and companionship's really hard to find when you're old old age and i think that uh just having a, a robotic ai as a companion is a really uh, amazing thing that, that could help uh although you know there it doesn't necessarily stop depression but it, it might help you know curtail it a little bit so there's that part of it um, yeah it, it, it's well said it, it, I, I think that it, like as always like we talk about ai as a tool and uh you know in back to the chainsaw analogy you could use it for a, a, a gory <laughs> teen chainsaw a horror movie or you could use it to build a log cabin you know and shelter people and save them from the elements so i mean uh, in that sense yeah it does it does make um make sense to me that this is going to be valuable. Uh, but uh, as usual, like I was saying earlier, we have a tendency as humans to sort of check out of reality and, you know, not want to face things and sort of have like these, these, these delusions. I think this, uh, this sort of relying on, you know, uh, machines for human connection will be incredibly problematic because it's just too easy. It's just too damn easy. I'm with Robert too. Like I, I feel bad for young people nowadays because I mean, think about that. Like we're, we're, uh, we're of the age, David and you and I, and we're close to the same yeah. age anyway, where we, we remember a time before the internet existed. A lot of these kids, man, like yeah. poor, poor things, uh, like every single thing they do, every dumb thing they ever said is in a, in a tweet somewhere on the internet, you know, uh, or on some YouTube video, some, you know, jumping out of a, uh, you know, a shopping cart on, on the roof onto the freeway or, you know, I mean, this, this type of stuff is just, just incredibly weird. And it's it's where they live, like the digital natives, they call them. So I don't know, super strange yeah. how all this fits. But but you you actually have a, a really good example of a good case use here, because there are people that, uh, you know, are lonely as hell. There are people that don't have actual companions. And that right there might exactly be a perfect case use where this this could be incredibly valuable for the, the, the long term uh, of humanity. Good, good point there. Yeah, it, it could be uh, something that could be implemented, uh, like, you know, you have to qualify for it. You can't just get one, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, kind of like welfare or something like that, where they have to qualify you for uh, receiving such a, an, an AI to be a companion. Because, you know, uh, I can see how it could be detrimental to society as well if people that are young and able to have companions, instead they just get an AI instead, which would be detrimental to social uh network you know of, of having friends of being out it would it would it would disconnect people at younger ages uh but when you're older when you know you don't have anyone and it's you know your social network is much more slim uh you know it's it's and, and you're already on your way out anyway so mentally uh it's you know <laughs> you're in a better position to be disconnected you know 
Yeah, well, I mean, if, if so, they've paved yeah. the road and made it easy to be disconnected, it's easier to be disconnected. Because again, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, like like uh, like uh, Gaston said earlier, and it, like I said, brilliant comment. Uh, you know, humans are a black box. Our, like we don't know what each other are thinking. We we like to assume we do through intuition and body language and sort of un, uh, unsaid words or the way we speak the words, uh, the, you know, sentence structure, all this. Like we we like to think we know, but we don't really know. We're we're dealing with sort of that black box situation with people in sort of that spooky way. Anyway, we got to sort of take them at their word for who they are. And like I said, I'm not saying that's good or that's bad. I'm saying it's the reality we live in. And uh, what does that mean for the future? I don't know, man. But uh, in, in, in this sense, would you, uh, would you do this? Would you use AI as not only a life coach in one sense, but also uh, the next way would be with, uh, you know, some sort of a, a actual emotional connection? Do you think this is, this is a legitimate thing? And how does that make you feel? So like for pleasure and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I would say, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting because there's there so many people out there with fetishes of different different things they 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 do, which I you know kind of it's kind of fascinating because people people have these you know just very taboo, strange, but uh, but it gets people uh, you know mentally you know away from other problems in their lives. So I don't know. Uh, for me, I mean, I'd much rather have someone alive and living and you know as a companion uh and being being you know i can see myself as an as an older older elderly person needing a companion so i i would i would do it then but as someone young as myself i don't i don't have any need for it you know i'm just not i'm not in a desperate position to be like yeah i'm gonna you know go that direction um i think as you know as i'm older course you know when you're older you're not you're, you're not in need of certain things like uh, uh the intimacy levels but you, you definitely need someone you know companionship uh so yeah i probably would for companionship yeah um but i mean you know it's interesting because like science and all the, all these different things all these different aspects are eventually going to you know make something that's very human i mean we have labs that are making meat in labs i mean Next step, you're going to be cloning skin for a robot. You know, it's just, you know, uh, I can see how those things could get developed. I, I can see within 20 years, we're going to have something that's very human-like. It's going to be really creepy. But the, the other aspect is that, you know, the, ki the kids nowadays are going to have kids, and their kids are going to think it's normal. You know, they're not going to see a, a taboo about it. They're not going to feel weird about it. And so you can see that's where the future's going. Uh, you know, if we don't blow each other up, you know, <laughs> through wars and stuff like that, uh, yeah, that's where things are going. And not to say it's a complete negative thing, but it, it definitely be problematic socially. And, you know, many different aspects could come into play where it could be really destructive to society. Um, so I guess there would have to be very... But now... Cutting out. I think the road got us. Yeah, I think the road got us. All right, all right. Uh, if uh, if if we get so that, I, we uh, get the. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oops. 
Yeah, uh, he was. He said he was on the road going through the desert, so his uh, connections cutting out, came in and out. All right, so we got we got a few minutes left. I appreciate it. that's that's David on the road. You know him, you love him. Like I said, part of that invisible process of uh, the truck driving. You know, like I said, we're we're all at home uh, for the most part, as far as I'm aware. I can't read your mind through the interwebs, but uh, you know, we're we're here, and he's out there uh, battling the elements and battling traffic and battling uh, uh, the the time time itself to get his load wherever it needs to go to make sure that somebody's got some um, a full grocery store tomorrow morning or whatever it is he's hauling. So uh, good stuff. I appreciate it, David. Uh, talented guy, smart guy. As you know, uh, link's going to be in the description. He's got a YouTube channel. You can follow him uh, playing guitar and doing other stuff on his adventures. Troubledminds.org forward slash friends. It says uh, follow David here. Please do that. Uh, still taking your calls. We got to, let's, let's do two more and then we'll finish this up. Uh, let's go to uh, Jay wants to pop in here for a sec, but let's go to uh, looks like Benga. What's up, Benga? Uh, I heard uh, Little Birdie told me that uh, you uh, didn't want to call in inebriated, so I'm going to call you uh, out yeah, because yes. it's uh, it's all fun. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Great. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, half half the shows, if you if you rewind several years, uh, half the shows I, I do inebriated myself. So <laughs> it's all good. Uh, nice, well, nice, welcome nice. to Trouble Minds, right. my friend. Uh, th- thanks for Thank calling. First time caller, long time listener. Uh, what's on your mind? Would yeah. you engage emotionally with an AI? Go right ahead. Uh, I am not sure if I personally would, but I think it's an interesting thing to consider that if you go back, and this is kind of not specifically AI but more akin to just human nature. But I think it's interesting to consider that if you go back in like uh, the history of humanity, right? There's a lot of times when humans fell in love with non-human things, like concepts or objects, you know? Like there's, there is an aspect of like worship, like religious worship, you know, like objects becoming, you know, like idols in, in human history. But there were times when humans fell in love with something that is inherently not human. And I think a very good example of this is if you consider the... I don't remember the exact name, but if you consider the Greek tale, right? Of where, like, uh, narcissism came from. You know, like, uh, a man saw his own image in the water and he fell in love with it, right? And, and, and as the story goes, actually ended up rooted at the side of the river as a flower staring at himself eternally. Yes, indeed. I yeah, know the story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you consider it from a standpoint that it's not specifically himself that he fell in love with, but an image of himself that he fell in love with, it's an interesting thing to consider that towards like AI, right? Because like if you fall in love with an object or if you fall in love with a concept, it's ultimately not something that can sort of like uh, return that love to you. It's something that, like, it's an idea, right? But with AI, if you go to the lengths of, even if it's false, like, even if it's pre-programmed, it still has the ability to sort of return that love for you. Like, you know, you can argue it's fake love, you can argue it's not real, but it, it has the ability to reciprocate. Whereas, like, uh, an object or a concept that you physically fall in love with doesn't really have that ability. So I think an interesting idea is to consider that in, like, a modern standpoint, right? Like, if you consider that, like, tulpas, for example. Sorry, I, 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 I sipped a bit of uh, 
baby juice, so my thoughts aren't really in order specifically. I don't have that's okay. Hey, you got me. I'm here to back you up. Yeah, I, yeah, I think all yeah, that stuff you said you. is incredibly important because uh, how 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 do you reciprocate love and so, sort of a yeah, adding yeah. adding to this conversation? How does that you know? Uh, and for everybody, it's going to be different. Like I always say too, you know, you've been listening for a minute. Uh, I always say if you ask the right question to a thousand different people, you're likely to get a thousand different answers. And that's what this is about, because how would you reciprocate that in a digital world, in a digital realm, which is where we're certainly heading. But uh, what else you got? Go ahead. Uh, bought you, see, bought you a minute. I told you I got your back. What else is on your mind? <laughs> <my friend? laughs> that's that. <laughs> but um, like, for, and I kind of want to like uh, extend this point, sort of. Like if you consider that nowadays, like uh, especially this is popular in Japan, but whatever. Like, you have people that sort of fall in love with an object. Or you have, like, people who make, like, tulpas and fall in love with a tulpa. And they're sort of, like, like if you consider it from a purely psychological standpoint, like a purely materialistic, quote-unquote, standpoint, right? Like, even people who fall in love with objects or, like, things or, again, concepts, they do have a sort of brain chemical reaction. But you can argue that it's more, like, if you consider love, again, sorry, I'm repeating myself, from a purely physical standpoint, like pheromones, you know, like the sort of, like, uh, evolutionary desire to, to procreate, right? Those things, like the, the, these sort of loves that isn't really, like, between a man and a woman, can't really go on to, to like, extend the bloodline, for example, again, purely evolutionary standpoint. But it still exists, right? And you can sort of think of it as like, uh, again, purely evolutionary standpoint. If you consider it in a way that how can you still achieve a sort of love, right? Like a sort of physical, psychological love to something that doesn't necessarily continue the bloodline, like evolutionary doesn't benefit you. How come that it, first of all, still exists? It is very, very prominent, I think, in modern society. And it is something that is, I think, sort of inherent in, in, in human behavior, right? Like, people strive for love whenever it's, it's something, like, physical or something that is not physical. And the ability for AI to sort of achieve this, like, middle ground between the two... Right, where where it can return that love that you put in, even though it's false, versus like again like concepts, objects, whatever, where it doesn't return it. It's it's sort of the point where where does this go, right? Like in the future, let's say like you know, bad babies come become like a, a, a not just like a, a testing reality, but something that is actually achievable, right? Like you take whenever it's just a woman, or whenever you take just a man, and be, be able to biologically produce offsprings with them and yeah. like the combination of that idea that there is this thing that returns love to you whenever it's you know false or real is, is completely argument. like that's another can of worms but the idea that it can return love to you plus if you like uh, consider the future tackle where this could go it's really a tough decision to, to wait whenever you can actually love an AI or not love an AI because at some point you have to kind of consider like where is the point where it's like human-like, you know? Because of course the programming exists, but if it can fulfill the evolutionary like lizard brain stuff, right? 
Like it can produce offspring, it can offer you love physically and mentally. What is the point where it becomes a question of, you know, because like real people, of course, will always deviate from the pre-programmed route. Like, I like to think that there's some sort of like bridge between AI and people. Like, like people act on psychology. Like if you consider it from a sort of like, that's sort of like a program, right? That runs in your brain, even if you're aware of it or not. It's still like a system that you abide by, sort of. And again, there's methods to beat the system, like beat the psychological stuff. But there's still lots of systems to do that with AI. Like, for example, the, the... I forgot the exact prompt, but like you had a previous show where you showed like the AI, the prompt to like sort of jailbreak, uh, like the new prompt to jailbreak uh, stable diffusion. Yeah, Dan. Uh, was it Dan? Was that the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, it, it, because that sort of blurs the lines, right? Like, at some point, it's, like, it falls into a similar system, and it operates on a very vastly different logic, just because, even though as complex as AI is today, right, it is still purely a sort of software system. Like, it doesn't have to care about, like, survival, as humans do. It doesn't have to care about being fed, like, or, like, receiving power, because that's the prerequisite for it to exist. But as a human, you kind of need to eat, like, sleep, have a house over your head, because that's, like, a physical requisite for you to continue living. Like, if you are born, you can be born and not eat and die. If an AI does not have power to literally power it, it simply isn't. Like, you could sort of argue it's like if they're shut down afterwards, it's, it's sort of like the human aspect of, like, passing away. But even then, it is really blurring the lines, I think, between, like, humans and AI. And me, myself, I sort of use AI, though I only use, like, stable diffusion to, like, do some fun projects. But it's, it's really an interesting question. And I think the interesting part about this this sort of boils down to, or like sort of goes back to like the black box thing of like knowing your entire personality, is that currently how AI works is sort of like, it's sort of like, I think a lot of people overestimate AI. Like basically what it is, is like if you have like a language model, for example, like stable diffusion, stable diffusion has like a gazillion parameters, right? That it works off of. But what it is, is... Sort of like a pre-made stuff. Like, like how it is, is there's like a base model, right? And you speak to it, and it has some memory to remember what you were talking about. But after a, a sort of length, it, it kind of wipes, right? Like, it takes like the last, I don't know, I'm just going to hit my stomach and say a number, like, last thousand sentences that you spoke to it with. Yeah, it's but called, it's called Drift. Enough, That's called Drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I, I don't know the name, sorry. <laughs> no, I got but, you. I got uh, you. That's the, like I said, I got your back. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks. But that is a thing that is like, you know, like l hardware limited, right? Like, like there's no memory. To and I think the real, like the AI tech right now is advancing at a rapid, like almost light uh, speed <laughs> uh, pace. But I think th there will be a cap, right? Because ultimately what AI is, it takes what's in the real world as like either knowledge for language models or like pictures for like image generation models, whatever. 
but it always takes what is real or what was uh, happened or something. It has to have like a base to operate from off of, right? Like to learn from. And unless... Which is... Which, real quick, let me interject, is, is emulating the human experience. It's, what it's, 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 tr yeah, like it's trying yeah. to be us in some sense. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. Uh, but as you kind of uh, go into this, yeah, like it, it, it basically, like it has to have something at the base core that it sort of quote-unquote copies off of. The, the vaster this base model is, the, the bigger the understanding, the more complex it gets. But ultimately, it, there is a sort of disconnect between what it already knows as a base model and what it has as like the drift, right? And there will always be blind spots to it. And if you consider like this current sort of how the tech is currently, if you like, for example, built a robot and infused it with current tech, it's not going to hold up. Like it will be very early technology. It's not going to hold up because it doesn't have the hardware capacity to, to truly emulate a human, right? Because, you know, it could be like, okay, you have this robot that's, that's good, like, you know, this life partner or whatever. You talk to it, it remembers what you talk to it. You go to sleep, you wake up tomorrow and it just doesn't remember, you know, because it, it, it the drift caught the up drift. to you. <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah. That, 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 drifting, drifting AI love, we're gonna have to do a show on that in the future. We're out of time, my friend. I appreciate it very much. You, look, yeah, you know where to find you. us. Uh, long time listener, first time caller, Benga, I appreciate it yeah. so much. You know where to find us. Call back. You are incredible. Uh, as always, uh, great to make new friends and uh, uh, thank yeah, you for thanks. being part of this and thanks for the great ideas. Have a great night, brother. Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot. That's Benga. Hey, uh, this is why we talk to people. This is why this is why we meet people because you never know. Everybody out there's got great ideas, and we just need to talk to each other to hear them. We're gonna dip off the radio here. Thanks for listening on KUAP Digital Broadcasting. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. God willing, have a fantastic one. Everybody else, stay tuned for a little bit more troubled minds. Let's do the thing. Let's smash the music and GTFO, and uh, get back to it. Uh, we got we got a, the birthday boy. We're gonna go to the birthday boy, and then we'll uh, finish up with Matthew real quick too, and then uh, wrap it. So I uh, appreciate the calls tonight. I appreciate all the thoughtful chat and the ideas. Like I said, you can tell. Look, you, look, a Benga, amazing stuff, and uh, not just him. Uh, amazing call, ov obviously, but we get amazing calls from everybody because we're we're thinking about this stuff. Like we're actually thinking about this stuff in the human way, and it's good this is good to me like like i have always said uh, if we're not talking to each other what the hell are we doing and this is part of it so let's keep doing it let's uh, let's go to the birthday boy happy 51 years old jay in new york you're on trouble minds my man and thank you for the generous tip you're not supposed to tip me on your birthday i'm supposed to tip you anyway how are you tonight go? To get 200 <laughs> bucks for doing the work at her house today i'm just like what am i going to do with all this huh i should spread it around you know? <laughs> nice very nice very nice I, Thank you. well i mean that's what you do right i mean yeah it's yeah, the right it, thing to do and the wrong thing to do you always do you what's right amen happy birthday my friend uh so thank so you. regard uh, no no thank you thank you one more year plus one plus one uh god willing we got tomorrow right uh back yes, to sir. back back to this stuff uh, what about uh, emotional connection with ai does this creep you out you think this is or the future yeah absolutely i, I mean i kind of look at you know that little thing we went through there it, it distanced us it, it put us in our own little boxes we don't want to i mean Look at what we've gained and just the conversations that we've had here 
back when Ash and we were having after hours parties after the show was over. Those little teeny tiny things like that. It's like pushing us away. Now they're kind of pushing us to where we want to have an AI spouse. You know? It's coming. It's coming. I mean, but really, you're going to go in there. You're going to put your head down on your job. You're not going to talk. You're not going to have any opinions on anything on whatever's going on and what you're doing. And you're going to go home and have happy wife, happy, happy life. You know, that, you know, that's a construction thing. You know, why are you working this so hard? I'm trying to keep the wife happy. You know, taxes are paid. The bills are paid. <laughs> the shoes that, well, yeah, I'm working overtime right now. School starts back up in two weeks. We need new shoes and backpacks and a little bit of extra money goes a long way. Of course, I'll put in 50 this week instead of 40. It's summertime. There's lots of work to be had. You know? Get it. Absolutely get it. Uh, yeah, the, the, this, uh, like I said, it's uh, the human the human things, uh, a fascinating concept in all the ways, like I always say about the contradictions in these things. And, you know, we, we delude ourselves. And But I, I think AI is going to cut to the chase there. And I think that's probably part of the weirdness to this to me. Is that uh, they're gonna, like it's going to know exactly our perfect contradictions, our imperfect contradictions, rather I should say, and then know exactly how to uh, you know cater to us a version of reality that is not reality, and that's what I mean when you when you start looking at this as part of a, an emotional connection with something that is not human. I mean, we're, we still don't know what's in the black box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What was that, uh, Brad Pitt well, movie? Well, I mean, we don't <laughs> what's know in the what's box? in our own brains, Mike. I mean, really. I mean, we have our own conversations that we have here, you know, every night with your show. You know, after hours of all different kinds of things. We don't even, we don't know. That's why we talk about it. It. I feel that something like the AI and a companion or even a partner in crime, you know, is going to put us into a situation where we're going to stop having conversations with people. You know, I can't, you know, remember all of the people that talked today, but I don't want to get something wrong, but there's a certain A and B that's going to have to go together to keep this thing going. And if that's not going and you're adding something different into the mix, that's going to be, you're going to seriously be changing things, you know? Oh, well, that's not going to work out the way that you wanted it to because it's not in the plan, you know? Uh, have an outside box thinker. Who, whose you know, plan the, is the problem? <laughs> who's right? <plan? laughs> yeah, exactly. Whose plan? You know, we're divulging UFOs now. We have things going on all over the planet. Hawaii is a curiosity of mine right now. But it's just that there's a manipulation going on for the what we think and if we're not allowed to 
this is not Facebook material anymore. No, nah, we we'll put this on Facebook. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're going to get banned. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to move. We're going to have to. I mean, we're, we're in the process. So there's Rockfin, there's Rumble. I mean, there's other places that we're going to have to be because eventually uh, we're going to get shut down. And I, I don't like it. But uh, I mean, we're not even being dangerous. We're just like, hey, think for yourself. Here's some possibilities. And that's that. And calling out uh, these, you know, massive corporate conglomerates. And there is there's the problem, right? Because you're, you're speaking against the money. And the second you do that, you become an enemy of, of the, the, the money machine, as you always say, money, money, money. Let's, uh, what, what else you got? We got to get to Matthew as well. But uh, thoughts on this? You got a JTRO for us tonight? I do. Okay. I'm so sure. hang tight. I, actually, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of been worming its way in there from one that came out today, the way that they usually do. Amen. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, so yeah, uh, uh, kind of wind it down finalish thought or two, and then, uh, and then we'll go to Matthew and then we'll come back to you for the JTRO. Uh, emotional connection with AI and robots. Does it make you uh, scared for the future of our children, the digital natives that were born into this Instagram style world? It, it, it does because they get into the depression or anything else like that. I, I have kids, Mike, I'm, you know, obviously 51, you called me out, but I, I have kids that are 21, eight and seven. It, it's just, you look at the difference and the stuff that people that are relatively close to my age did when they were kids and the stuff that they're doing now. And it's like, you're not talking to each other. You're, there's something important about that physical thing with the, another human. You know, that's why radio shows are awesome when you have random people call in because you get something new and it's clean and it's honest. It's what happens it's an ai is going to eliminate that because it's going to give you what you put in your parameters you know you're not going to have that someone being like you're getting a little bit out of hand on this one you know yeah the old uh, garbage in garbage out sort of situation with computers and the rest yeah i mean that makes a ton of sense absolutely uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, th I think just a, the, like uh, Matthew was saying earlier, too, and uh, like I'm always talking, these control mechanisms, it puts us in a place where uh, we're, we're more vulnerable. And with, you know, uh, sort of our deepest, darkest desires uh, out there in floating in cyberspace to be hacked and, you know, taken and manipulated against us. It's uh, that to me is like, come on now, because that, that's the type of intimacy you need for trust and even dare i say love in this in the, in the, the modern context as far as i understand it right like you have to there has to be trust there in a lot of ways and uh, kind of adding that to like a cloud service <laughs> dear god man uh, no 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 thanks well, uh, triple, something no thanks. that's going to bring you up into you know i work in the construction field you guys are sending you tiktok booby pictures all day long you know that's what construction workers do they're pigs but it's awesome you know because i mean you're having that interaction can you come over and help me out with this roof job i got 
screwed over on. You know, here's eight booby pictures. You know, they're not. <laughs> it's like the prison they're cigarettes. Not sending it, well, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is the reason why they're sending eight booby pictures is because they want you to pay attention to the fact that they sent you a text that they want you to answer. Boobs, 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 boobs. Why are you not answering me? I'm going to keep sending you boobs until you <laughs> ask the question that I asked you 19 boobs ago. You know? <laughs> Dear God. Uh, construction but, I, mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, well, I know, but the TikTok, the Instagram, the all the other things that are going on and everything else like that. I'm 50. I don't do that, you know? Oh my God, this guy sent me 94 boob pictures right now. Obviously, he wants me to answer his question. Um, 51. You know, I don't. Thanks, Mike. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's over. It, yeah, it's Well, actually, if I flew out there, I got two more hours to go, but one hour, 45 minutes. But, Fair enough. Wait, we'll, we'll time travel together. I'll find. I'll find. So, 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 so your final thought here. We'll go to Jay. Uh, sorry, to Matthew, and then we'll go back to you for the Jaytro. Uh, on this, is this is this dangerous or is it not? Is it somewhere in between. Absolutely. How could this go wrong, Mike? I think we used to use that an awful lot before. How could this possibly go wrong? Is my thought process on the whole thing. Here it comes. Uh, look it up. Uh, these uh, these digital girlfriends are out there. It's already happening. Wait till you can just plug it into a uh, Optimus robot with the skin of your favorite uh, um, actress and uh, actor. And uh, there you go, George Clooney, Molly Ringwald, <laughs> whatever. Breakfast Club. Whoa, whoa, whoa! See, wait, wait. We don't. We don't need to know. We don't need to know. The, the, uh, the oh, AI now is they gonna... know. So that's the one that's going to show up and knock on my door. Do you have my check for thirty five thousand dollars? Yes, exactly. And that's probably what it's going to be. It's probably what it's going to be. Imagine, uh, I, I uh, can envision envision a future, Optimus Grimes. I can envision a future, uh, uh, let's say 10 years from now, 15 years from now, where they're doing like the unboxing of these uh, these AI like intimacy <laughs> robots on YouTube. They're like, oh, I got I got the, the, the this model. I'm opening. Here's 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 a, the, the unboxing. Right. Because they do that for the kids. Right. The kids unwrap the toys and then people do it in the tech oh, world. Um, Everything. Yeah, everybody does Even it. Everybody video does games. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild stuff. Uh, we're looking forward to those YouTube videos where people are doing the unboxing of their intimacy robots. <laughs> You're the best. Egg tight, Jay. Got to get back to you. The birthday boy for the JTRO. Appreciate it very much. Uh, brevity is your superpower. Matthew in Colorado, thanks for popping back in. Uh, yeah, final take here on this, and let's wrap this. Yeah, well, happy birthday to Jay, and, and great call from Benga. I hope he's still listening, and I hope he calls in again. And I just, uh, we had some, uh, some discussions on chat and we were talking about love and I brought up about how the Greeks had seven different words for love. And, and somebody said, you know, a little girl can be in love with her doll, you know, and you can love your dog. And I was like, yeah, but when you love your mom, that's a little bit different. <clears throat> and maybe when you love your wife, that's a little bit different or the way you love your brother. And, Maybe there's, it's just one word in the English language, but there's different types or perhaps levels of love. And I, I think that, like Benga said, you can have these sort of lizard brain neurochemical uh, reactions and the endocrine system where it's like, you could call that love and it feels like love. 
And you could experience that with AI, but I think there's higher and and deeper and more profound levels of love that are really only going to happen between two humans. And I brought this up in chat, and Benga brought it up as well. Is is that uh, involves like a two way street? So I see love as like a circle. Like one person gives love. It's the other person. They receive it. They're like, oh, you love me. I feel your love. They give you back love. That sends it back up the other side of the circle. And then you feel it come back to you. And that circle of love, I think, happens between humans. I think it happens on an energy level. I think it transcends like the endocrine and the pheromones. And I think it transcends what you feel with a doll or a car or an AI system. And I, I don't think it'll ever be an adequate replacement. It'll be a replacement for some people that, yeah, um, like Derek said, they're old or um, they can't find somebody or maybe they don't understand or never experience the deeper levels of love and so they settle for that. I think that's a little sad, but I think it'll happen. And uh, yeah, that would, those, that's my final thought. I appreciate it. Thanks for popping back in. Uh, brilliant as always. And uh, that is fascinating as hell that the, the different versions of what love is. And uh, I, I, I am aware of that, the idea, the old Greek idea that there's uh, seven different versions of uh, how to quantify it. But of course, like I said, you ask the, the proper question to a thousand different people, you're likely to get a thousand different answers. And uh, amazing stuff as always. You're the best, Matthew. Thanks for popping back in. Have a fantastic night. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. God willing, of course. You're the best, buddy. Have a good night. And you, and you. Uh, all right, so I'm trying to find this quote regarding love here. Uh, you remember in The Matrix when they were talking about love as no different than, like, chocolate, like the endorphin rush from chocolate or something like this? I'm trying to find it, and I can't, you know, like uh, the one, you know, when he says, why, Mr. Anderson, uh, why keep fighting uh, for, 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 what is it? Do you even know? Is it for freedom or truth, perhaps peace? Could it be for love? Illusions, Mr. Anderson, vagaries of perception, temporary constructs of a feeble, a feeble human intellect trying desperately to justify an existence as without meaning or purpose. And all of them as artificial as the matrix itself. Although only a human mind could invent something as insipid as love uh so much so much great stuff from those matrix movies uh, uh doing the thing let's uh, let's wrap it back to uh back to how this all fits together and uh let's go to uh the, the jtro the j in new york uh your final thought and then we'll go to the jtro my friend happy birthday once again i just i, I think mike that you know we're putting ourselves in a place where we have to make some serious decisions you know, I mean, where are we right now? One of the reasons why I think your show is taken off the way that it is is because you're allowing open-ended conversations. People aren't coming mad. They're not spitting fire or anything. It's just a talk. The campfire. You know, the ballerina dance around the topics that we're not allowed to talk about. And I just really think that the, sometimes the old-fashioned handsaw works better than the $175 circular saw to get the job done. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, the right tool for the right moment, that's for sure. 
it's just we're in a place now where we have to really consider all of our movements you know why are these things happening the way that they're happening you know I just it makes me wonder so much that this is the most intelligent thing that's out there. I mean, everything else seems like it's just force-fed information and what I want you to think about. I don't want you to think about this thing that's going on over here because that doesn't support anything. I just... I don't know, Mike. I think we're headed down a wobbly road. I think so too, which is why our, we need to pay pay close attention and make sure we navigate those curves perfectly, my my good friend. Uh, amazing thoughts, as as always. And this is why we do it, to talk to regular people all over the world and all walks of life. Because, like I said, uh, just because we're not uh, Elon Musk or Bill Gates or something with tons and tons and tons of money, uh, it doesn't mean we don't have an opinion that matters. And that's that. That's uh, what Troubled Minds has always been about. I'm going to do the best, bro. I'm going to smash the button unless GTFO. Once again, happy birthday. Uh, sentiments from across the uh, Troubled Minds verse uh, in the chat. Everybody saying happy birthday to Jay. Happy 51st. Uh, and many more, my friend. Uh, thanks for being a good friend for a long time and uh, always bringing Hot Fire and the Hot Fire Jaytro. I'll let you know when the bass drops. Got, as we finish, you guys know how this goes. Uh, spread the word. Just let people know uh, there's a conversation happening that's uh, nonlinear, open-ended. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, nor do I care, by the way. Vote for whoever you want, and uh, <laughs> I'm not sure it'll make much difference. But let's do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the birthday boy, Jay in New York. Happy birthday. What you got, my friend? To play the wrong note is insignificant play without passion is inexcusable Beethoven damn I love it <laughs> oh crap it gave me chills on that one yeah hey everybody messes up but if you don't bring bring the fire in your belly uh, what are you doing here like I say like I say I, I, I try not to complain try not to be negative because nobody makes me be here I want to be here and I hope you do too thanks for being part of this Thanks for always lighting it on fire with all the ideas in the chat and all the ideas in the calls. And look, uh, make a new friend. Shout out to Benga, first time caller tonight. And uh, maybe tomorrow night is your first night to call into this show. You've been listening for a while. You know I'm talking to you. And uh, like I said, uh, it, it's going to work. It's going to be fine. I'm going to be nice to you, and we're going to talk about the mysteries of the universe. You're the best, Jay. You're, thank you. Thank you for being you, and thank you for um, uh, 51 sharing uh, birthday 51 with us at the end of the day. Appreciate it very much, bro. I appreciate it too, Mike. There you go. Amen. Uh, The Robert over on Rockfin adds, why can't my human companion appreciate me for my data bank instead of my looks? Indeed. (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. If you want to help Trouble Minds, you know what to do. Uh, Thanks again to Jay for on his birthday tipping me over on uh, Rockfin. Thank you for that. Uh, Also to the Robert out there. Uh, That's the best way to do it, guys. If you want to kick a couple bucks over because you appreciate all the work that goes into this and all the conversations, uh, Rockfin's the way to go. Of course, uh, Rumbleworks and uh, all the rest. And uh, just just, uh, again, in this order, Rockfin, Rumble, 
what uh, troubledfans.com you can buy merch and then there's what buy me a coffee patreon all that stuff it it all works it all fits um i do it in that order because it's like basically uh who takes the most fees to who takes the least fees in reverse order uh, if you uh, like love the show enjoy the conversations and don't have money to spend or don't want to spend money that's cool too you're welcome here this is not about extorting people and making them feel guilty for not spending money spread the word let people know uh, that uh, there's a conversation happening like I said and uh, like I said it, it, it's all fine uh, you're, you, this this is for this shows for everybody Big Ten conspiracy because we have a lot to teach each other and I truly believe that um, thank you as always for spending your time and energy with us and me and uh, engaging your mind in these ideas ideas live forever don't forget that and uh, the final way if you want to help troubled minds is uh, is to just watch listen to the podcast feed you can find it on a Spotify iTunes uh, good pods wherever you get your podcast it's completely free limited commercial interruption over 700 episodes five years of troubled minds and I'm telling you there's some fire unbelievable conversations on that podcast feed go back and listen to something from a couple years ago if you just found us and you may be surprised as we finish it goes exactly like this be sure be strong be true thank you for listening from our troubled minds to yours have a great night we'll see you tomorrow god willing happy birthday to jay shout out to benga for the first time caller and uh each and every one of you are amazing thanks for being part of this we'll get you soon